Chain punch. Chain punch. Everybody chain punch. <laughs> Why do I feel like doing Kinshiro right now? <laughs> you are already dead. What's going on? Yeah. <laughs> All the badasses are in the house. That's right. Nightwatch, son. That's right. Check out the trailer on YouTube and on the YouTubies. That's right. You got your boy, martial artist, stuntman, filmmaker, badass director, Kyle Wong. And, and gynecologist. <laughs> gynecologist. <laughs> I didn't know you had your hand in that. <laughs> oh, oh, we're all week, yes. folks. That's right. And of course, you know who you know who it is. You know who did, did you know who this is? I ain't even got to announce it, but I'm gonna do it anyway. Eric, the Asian movie enthusiast in the house. Thanks again for hanging out with us, brother. And we can talk movies today. Movies pop culture. We're gonna focus on Donnie Yen's filmography today. I'm gonna got the old good old fashioned IMDB up. We're gonna go through and help me out, Kyle and and Eric and chat as well, because there's a lot of movies I actually haven't seen. So you're gonna give Same. me the yay or the nay, pass or it's worth checking out, which is what we did uh, last week when we did the Jackie Chan filmography. So now we're gonna do Donnie Yen. Who, who the movie dojo army in the house now? Who we got? Jake Hall. What's going on, Trado? Psych Long. That's right. If I said that wrong, I'm sorry. <laughs> Heather Love. What's going on? All right. Who else we got here? Evelina, Imran, Timo, Saverio, and Richard Baird. What is going down? Movie Dojo Army showing up to <coughs> hang out to talk about some Donnie Yen. The Yenster. The Yenmeister. That's right. <laughs> so... Uh, before we go through the filmography, what was the first Donnie Yen movie you saw, Kyle? Mine, sadly, or I have or, to... or or seen him in anything. The very first time I've ever seen him, and then started looking for his stuff was Highlander Endgame. <clears throat> yeah, yes. Highlander Endgame, and actually, <clears throat> I actually saw Adrian Paul at a Comic Con. I asked, I asked him, "What was it like working with Donnie Yen?" And he's like, "It was good." <laughs> That, that looked like, like the, the the polite answer. The, yeah. uh, the polite but answer. That, that's not to defer of what Don Yen can do. That, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like so, that was that really was your first Don Yen. Yeah, I know, oh, right? All right, all right. All right. Like, uh, well, remember, I came late to the game too. Remember Jet Li, Lethal Weapon Four. That was my first Jet Li experience, right? Me too. Yeah. So as long as, as, long, as long, you know, better late than never, right? Yeah. Uh, Eric, Blade Two. Ooh, Had to be Blade nice. too. That's a good one. In the theater. Yeah. Nice. yeah. Movie theater. That scratched the fucking itch right there. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. As soon as I got done watching that movie in the theater, I was like, oh, it's all clear. <laughs> it's all clear. <laughs> Ace Maestro, 89 in the house. What's going down? And what's up, Ethan? In case I missed you, my brother. Oh, yeah. Uh, mine. What was mine? I'm trying to think. Because I already knew about him when Blade 2 came out. Iron I Monkey, maybe? Him. Huh? Iron Monkey, maybe? I think it's Iron Monkey. I think it's Iron Monkey because uh, my buddy had it on VHS, Fat Ninja. And I went over to his house, and now he's like, yeah, let's watch this. I'm like, oh, man, this is, this, is, this, is the, this is the bomb diggity. And then I'm gonna, I told the story five billion times. I'm going to tell it anyway. <laughs> For those of you that are new. 
for those of you that are new, share this story. I'll make it brief. I'll make it, make it long. But because of the success of Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, they started to re-release, you know, older Wuxia type movies and and, and Wirefu type flicks over here, and brand them as if they're brand new. And uh, you know, Quentin Tarantino presents and all that stuff. And uh, Iron Monkey came out over here. So me and my buddy were like, "Yo, we gotta go see." Some Iron Monkey on the big screen. We've seen it a billion times on VHS. Fuck it. Let's go see it on the big screen. So we saw it on the big screen, enjoyed it in the theater. And uh, <laughs> while watching it, <laughs> there were five dudes, five dudes sitting behind me. Y'all know, like, they're already laughing. They already know what's happening. They already know what's coming right now. Five dudes sitting behind me. And as soon as Donnie Yen, when he started fighting, his very first fight scene in the movie, Behind me in Fat Ninja, he was like, Hey man, ain't that Lou Diamond Phillips? I <laughs> mean, me and Fat Ninja were like, What? What? And then the guy next to him was like, Yeah, man, that is Lou Diamond Phillips, man. I ain't seen that fool since Young Guns, right? And then when he started brawling and doing all the crazy, you know, fighting and all that stuff, he's like, Yeah, man, remember he used to use that knife and Young Guns? man like this was not a joke they literally thought all five of them at this point they literally thought donnie yen was lou diamond phillips okay <laughs> i will tell this story to the grave because it's fucking hilarious so the whole movie me and me and my buddy fat ninja like holding our stomachs like because we're dying laughing and I and I and I told I told my buddies like should I say anything and they're like he's like no let it ride let it ride to the end <laughs> woo so any future references if you ever see samurai doing Donnie and Lou Dom Philip jokes <laughs> y'all know where the story came from but literally till the end of the movie they thought it was Lou Dom Phillips and I was like you know I'm gonna let them have fun with that <laughs> beautiful woo. another thing that was funny was. Uh, there was another couple on this side who really liked the film. And they're like, man, that was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed it. And I, and I just got up and I was just like, yeah, it's, it's a classic, man. 1993, man. And they were, look, they were so confused. They were looking at me. They were like, 1993? This movie just came out this weekend. What are you talking about? I was like, no, this is old. <laughs> this came out in 1993. It's 93 or 94, right, Kyle? Yeah. yeah. We're going to go through the filmography. Yeah. And they, they had no idea. But they were so perplexed. Same thing happened with Legend of Drunken Master. Same thing mm-hmm. when they released what that over here. I think that was ninety four. And that was yeah. Drunken Master. Too. <clears throat> yeah, and I and that same thing. You know the 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 couple behind. It was always a couple. I don't know why. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's a good movie. Okay, this is Jackie Chan's best film. I think I was like, I know nineteen ninety four, right? And they're like, huh? Completely clueless. So there you go. You guys can share that Lou Diamond Phillips story if you have not. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there he is. Oh, there you go. Yeah, we're talking Lou Dom Phillips movies today, bro. There we go. All right. <laughs> Woo, Donnie Yen, man. He was great in uh, First Power. <laughs> he was really good in that. Yeah, right, Disorganized Crime is one of his best. <laughs> big hit. The big hit. <laughs> the big hit. Oh, my God. All right, let's get into it. So, 1984, uh, Drunken Tai Chi. And I believe, um, <clears throat> excuse me, Yuen Wu Ping discovered 
like he's done with a lot of other young talent, like Yuan Wuping discovered Jackie Wu. He's, Yuan Wuping, they're, they're good at that, you know, discovering yeah. young talent and giving them a shot. And I believe Yuan Wuping, correct me if I'm wrong, kind of discovered the Yenster. I know his mother was a, a famous martial artist as well. Uh, but um, <laughs> Donnie Yen was great in La Bamba, yeah. <laughs> uh, now you know what I I enjoyed this. It's weird because it's 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 old school kung fu, uh, drunken tai chi, and I I did not know how buff Donnie Yen was. This young, like this is like the youngest Donnie Yen I think I've ever seen in a movie. And there's a scene in the movie where he just flexes, like, goofing around. And it's, like, ridiculous. I was like, is this CGI? Is this fake? What is this? But, yeah, he was so buff. I'm like, oh, my God. Uh, but, yeah, I remember, I remember, I've only seen it a few times. But I remember enjoying Drunken Tai Chi. Uh, it was, it's, 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 it's definitely a fun, old-school kung fu flick, 1984. Uh, a lot of people said, let me know what you guys think. A lot of people's theory of why it wasn't successful was... Um, it seemed dated by the time it came out, even to the Hong Kong audience. It's like they like they like old school kung fu movies. They like it, but they were kind of like by '84. Look at what Jackie Chan and them were doing at the yeah. time. You know what I mean? So they, it was kind of like it wasn't like horrible, but it just didn't do big big bucks. What, what do you guys think about that? What did you think of the movie, Drunken Tai Chi? Okay. I thought, um, yeah, you go. Go ahead. <laughs> well, my answer is going to be quick. Either one. Quick, I have not seen this one yet. Okay. So okay. All right, basically, Eric. I'll let Eric go Go on mostly. <laughs> that was pretty good. Like you said, it was old school, kind of uh, formulaic to a degree, but there were some pretty uh, decent little scenes in it. I think this is the one where they had like a big, almost like a big like calligraphy brush and black ink on both ends and trying to like paint each other i think or something like that that was pretty good humor was pretty good i think i remember like the the final fights could have been a little bit better but uh you could yeah. definitely do far worse for a for a film this one's it was pretty good did he fight wong dao in that i'm horrible with names Ooh. he was in uh-huh. the, the uh the hot the cool and the vicious i might i might have uh Oh, I think it yeah, it yeah. listed in here, yeah. That was cool. But yeah, the fight the, the fight scene was dope. It just did, it did feel rushed. The end fight. But it was it's good. It's it's good, Kyle. It's good old school kung fu, you and Wuping. You can't go wrong. No. I mean, obviously there's better movies out there, but oh yes, Kung Kung Lo in the comments right now in chat. I forgot about this scene. Do you remember this scene, Eric? <laughs> So there's a scene in the movie where the, oh. he's, he's performing. He's performing. And uh, they, he's dressed up as like a puppet. Oh, oh yeah. I think, I, I think I've seen that. And clip. he's kind of doing like a, a, pup, a you know, puppet show as he's the yeah. puppet. And he's like basically popping and locking and all yeah. that stuff, which is kind of funny. But yeah, I totally forgot about that. Oh, Donnie Yen was actually discovered by Lou Donnie. <laughs> 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 yeah. I would die if they came out as like a fact. I would be like, well, I know, that'd be well, hilarious, yeah. right? He got him the gig to Highlander Endgame. <laughs> <laughs> we were trying to hire you, Lou Diamond Fellows, but you sent us this guy. All right. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, Drunken Tai Chi was a, a fun debut for, for the Yenster. Now, I have not seen Mismatched Couples, so help me out with that one. Have you guys seen that? I've seen clips, and I think that's the full like breakdancing one where he's breakdance fighting. 
He I like went seen... full break dance, right? Yeah. I think I saw a clip of that. Because like he's like getting dressed and getting dressed and just fuck starts dancing and pop lock at the same time. <laughs> Even finds a shoe, kicks up and gets a shoe and then ties it in midair, I believe. And then he actually does fight a guy with the mohawk, I believe, and actually like does a split jump split in the air and then kicks the hair off. Oh, that's brilliant! That's like, hilarious. Okay. And the fact so that this is done by so you, it was fun. It, was fun. it looks fun. I, yeah, it looks fun, especially like when it was like that mismatched '80s style of Hong Kong comedy. That's just like, yep, you know, th- it doesn't make sense, but we're gonna make it like this just because yeah. Hong Kong comedy at the time. So it was. It's, it's, is it like a romantic comedy with a little I, bit of action, I, or or just comedy? Eric, you want to fill this one? Out? I think I think it was just comedy. From okay. what I remember, it was a break dance and comedy. It was like Donnie Yen Electric Boogaloo or something. It was good. <laughs> no, I really have to see this whole. I have to see this whole movie now. Yeah, they were real wacky, kind of silly uh, scenes, but they were kind of neat. It, the film is it's a little different. You know what I mean? It's it's not a lot of films kind of like this out there. Yeah. So it's worth a watch for that. All right, all right. So if we ever did a mismatched couples versus. You got served. <laughs> Mismatch couples couples will win by default. Versus versus Footloose. Versus Footloose. Versus uh versus Zoolander. Footloose. <laughs> now now we're talking now uh, a t- tag team and back up again. Uh you and Wuping nineteen eighty eight Tiger Cage. Yeah. That's a good one, man. That's a great cop thriller. And that's the first fisticuff action you get between Donnie Yen and uh, it's, uh, what's his name? Michael, Michael Woods, Woods. Who's like a fucking brick. <laughs> Maybe in the future I can get him on here on the channel as a guest. But yeah, but that guy's like... I, I, remember, I remember there was an interview where Donnie Yen said training with Michael Woods and doing fight scenes with him, he, it felt like he was hitting stone. Like that's how ripped and tough this guy is, you know. But yeah... Yeah, I didn't expect. Sorry, spoilers, spoilers. But yeah, I didn't expect uh, Yen, the Yenster to get it. Uh, but yeah, but yeah, hey, it's cool though. You know, it's like it's unexpected, but it's yeah, a good, I liked it. It's a it's a good cop action thriller, man, with some good martial arts in there. Um, yeah, Tiger Ca- T- Tiger Cage is definitely highly recommended. Chat if you have not seen Tiger Cage. All right, let's keep it rocking and rolling. Uh, Last Conflict, nineteen eighty. It's a TV movie. You know anything? You guys know anything about that? No. If you don't, no. we can skip that. Definitely. <laughs> Film Noir is another TV series. We'll skip that. Here we go. Another UN Wuping vehicle in the line of duty foe. That's right. Uh, have you guys seen that one? I still have not seen that one. That's another and that's, good one. And that's, a, that's like sacrilege on that <laughs> for me. <laughs> It's one of my favorite action movies of all time. Man. Oh shit! Look at that. It's Isn't just it? nonstop action. Go ahead, talk, talk it, talk it. Go ahead. You get Donnie Yen, you get Cynthia Khan in this, who I think is, is actually quite good. And it's it's basically they take down a group of corrupt CIA officials. So you get like those big CIA sunglasses in this, which is pretty <laughs> awesome. It's just nonstop fights the the whole movie. It's just like. Like if you have to like go to the bathroom or get a drink, you, you have to pause it or you'll miss a fight scene. And Michael Wong is it too. He's an evil yeah. dude. As and always. uh you know, when he gets this come up come up and so he falls through a giant American flag. It's just, <laughs> it's just good stuff, man. A lot of good fights in it. And you get Michael Woods in it, uh, and some other dudes too. 
Yeah. I think Salvetti, is that the other guy's name? John Salvetti, maybe? Was the yeah. other dude? It's very Yeah. Who, who's a, who's a very another badass martial artist who's very mm-hmm. talented, but very very odd style. Yeah. In this movie. I was like, what is what is this? <laughs> if I ever get him as a guest, I have to ask him. But the <laughs> <laughs> And was it was was Donnie Yen like making fun of him towards the end? Yeah. Did you notice the longer he fought him, he started doing this. <laughs> I was like, is he kind of is he kind of uh, goofing around with him? But yeah, I was like, what is this style? So I think it's just supposed to be bizarre. Uh, but yeah, Tiger Cage Four. I'm sorry, In the Line of Duty Four. Uh, another really good. We need a Blu-ray box set of the first four Dude. movies of this franchise. Seriously, the uh, first since, three are really good too. Since we're on the topic. Do you guys consider Cynthia Khan underrated? Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. It seemed like she was just, well, we don't have Michelle Yeoh, Michelle Khan at the time. Mm-hmm. We don't have her anymore. She, it kind of seemed like she was, Cynthia Khan was kind of brought in as kind of like the next Michelle Khan. You know, we, we need someone to fill the gap. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, but she's, she's good. Mm-hmm. I never had an issue with Cynthia Khan. Yeah. Uh, hold on a second. <laughs> I saw a comment. Hold on. Somebody was someone's so confused with the Lou Diamond Phillips thing. <laughs> so Patterson, yeah. So you got to go back to the beginning, man. And I talk about the story. I'll tell you the whole movie theater experience. You're gonna laugh your ass off. Check it out. You're gonna laugh your ass off. Uh, modern monkey style, maybe, maybe. What do you think? Kung Lo, Kung Lo says, "You never know." <laughs> uh, but yeah, let's keep. Yeah, in the light. So we got. He's got some good, good bangers. Mm-hmm. Uh, right out the gate here. Now, even though they're badass to us, I don't know about the Hong Kong, you know, I don't know how it did over there. I don't know if they were, yeah. do you know, Eric, if In the Line of Duty 4 was a smash? I don't or know. Or was it just moderate? <clears throat> they made more sequels after it, so it must have made some money, I would think. Okay. So it probably did it did well enough. Mm-hmm. Uh, Flying Squads? Another TV series thing. Don't know anything about that one. Nope. Now, what do you guys think of Tiger Cage 2? Definitely remember the fight scene between him and John Salvini with the sword fight. I call, <laughs> it, the, I call it the Highlander fight. They're going to be one, man. Like, seriously. Uh, and, and I and, think that solidified their friendship, both him and... Well, before that, too, but definitely solidified, like... John Salvini being Don Yen's right-hand man throughout, like, all his fight choreography. Right. Until okay. Now. Really? Mm-hmm. Oh, well, that's interesting. What did you we'll get to of, that uh, soon. What did you think of that, Eric? Uh, Tiger Cage 2? I liked it. Um, I actually liked the first one better. I liked the plot and the thriller-based elements. It kept me in it more, the story. Um, but the fights definitely make the second one. It's worth watching, you know, for the fights, definitely. He kind of has another bout when Michael Woods... Right at the end in the warehouse, right? And he also oh, yeah. fights. And he also fights uh, Robin Shaw. Yeah, yeah. Is it Shaw or Shoe, Kyle? I heard people say both. It's usually Shao, like <clears throat> depends on whoever like corrects him, and I don't want to be corrected either. Even though it's Shaw, it's Shaw today. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's Shaw today. But yeah, Robin Shaw, Liu Kang is a villain. If you guys mm-hmm. are curious to see Liu Kang is a villain, I remember. The most thing, I mean, obviously the sword Highlander fight with John. John, right, Eric? Yeah. John. Yeah. But I remember the handcuffed fight 
when Donnie's handcuffed at the end and he's just like, fuck it. I'm just going to use my legs, man. You're all getting fucked up. You're all getting it. <laughs> and uh, I know Michael Jai White had a uh, handcuffed fight sequence in Never Back Down 2, which was entertaining. I think that was one of the most, I think that might have been the most entertaining part of that movie. Uh, <laughs> uh, but, you know, love Michael Jai White, but, you know. He improved with the sequel on that one. Uh, but, uh, of course, you know, no one does it like the Yenster. So, Lady Danish in the house. What's going on? So, there we go. Another uh, modern-day action uh, set piece here with Tiger Cage, too. So, he's hitting, them out the, he's hitting them out the gate here. Tiger Cage, Tiger Cage 2, and then Line of Duty 4. Still sticking with Yuen Wuping. Uh, the crime file looks like, like this. He just looks like I didn't know he did this much TV. Yeah. The crime <clears> file, <throat> a new life. All right, Eric. I need, I know you've seen this. You've had to see this. You've seen everything. What What was the last your last review? What was the <clears throat> my last review? Yeah, the one you just. Oh, uh, Virgins from Hell, the so, Indonesian cult uh, flick. So chat. Virgins from Hell. Make sure you go over to <laughs> Eric's channel and watch the review. I couldn't stop laughing. It was fucking. It was fucking hilarious. I want to see the movie now. Mm-hmm. So, since you have reviewed Virgins from Hell, have you seen 1991's Holy Virgin versus the Evil Dead? Yes. Yes. Okay. I have, I have and, not seen this. I've always been curious. What What's I, it about? What we got going? Entice I, me. I approve of it. I got some notes over here I have to reference. I haven't seen some of these. So after a series of murders, Donnie N researches a legend, apparently of a goddess with a mustache, and fights against a moon monster which takes human form. That's the plot. I, I really forgot what it means. But it's kind of like the first half is kind of a horror type film. Okay. And the second half is like a martial arts movie. So you get kind of like a little bit of both in here. And I think it's a fun watch. Um, you know, the fights are pretty good in the second half. And, uh, it's a it's a nice little cult film that Don okay. did. So we got cults. We got a cult movie here. <clears throat> copy that. De- all right. If you recommend it, Eric, I definitely got to watch it. It just it just looked and sounded bonkers, and I'm like, well, Samurai likes the bonkers. <laughs> I like the serious, and I like the bonkers. There's room for both. All right. Cool. So Holy Virgin versus the Evil Dead. Uh, Eric recommends. Uh, kind of still sticking with the B movie aesthetic here. Have you guys seen Crystal Hunt? Never even yeah. heard of that one. You seen that one, Eric? Yeah. What did you think of that one? Not to be confused with Magic Crystal, which is awesome. The one with <laughs> Cynthia Rothrock. That movie's fantastic. Crystal Hunt's not as good, but it is. It uh, you get Donnie N and a bunch of other good guys and bad guys go to a sacred mountain and look for the golden crystal that does magic and stuff. <laughs> and uh, why does real, that sound so familiar of what we're going to talk about very soon in the future oh no a real mediocre script um yeah. but it's unintentionally fun it's it's like it's fun to watch yeah and uh donnie wears I, my notes say he wears circus pants on a slow speed bike chase he plays a violent paper rock scissors game and he gives a heartwarming love speech using whole ridden slippers those are some of the highlights. Sold. Sold. I am <laughs> sus. I am sus. Well, he, <laughs> he fights John again, doesn't he? he John's in that again. I yeah, think. my notes say that the fights are, are are not particularly impressive, but they're not bad. No, yeah, they're they're. I think I have an old DVD. Um, but yeah, I remember it being okay. Like I didn't hate it. 
Uh, we got more TV series. All right. Some garbage bullshit movie called Once Upon a Time in China 2. You guys seen this garbage? Yeah. <clears throat> Were we all together on top discussing that one? Movie is that movie is horrible. That's like the most overrated movie. <laughs> Eric, you broke kayfabe. Eric, you broke kayfabe. Corpson. Corpson. <laughs> Hey, we already talked about this classic here on the channel. If you guys are new, make sure you check out our Versus episode. Uh, we put Once Upon a Time in China against Once Upon a Time in China 2. We will not let you. We will not tell you who won. You should check it out. It's a, it's a fun watch, and Rick Myers and, and the crew are, are hanging out with us. Uh, but, yeah, this was, like, more, again, my, my buddy showing me this shit, and I was just like... Just blown away. Like, there's nothing like that on TV over here. Nothing like that at the time. Like, you're not going to see anything like that. I mean, you got the crazy, over-the-top, superhero-type fighting scenes with the wire-foo, the creativity with the, the wire-foo, but in classic Yuan Wu-Ping you know, fashion, you still have really great grounded fight choreography yeah. spread out. You know, it, it, the worst thing is when... It's just wire foo, and that's it. When they're flying around the entire movie, and I mean, I, I think I think it was Zoo Warriors where I was getting impatient, and I think me and my buddy started to boo. <laughs> the, the new one or the, the old new one? one? The new oh, one. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> where it's just nothing but CGI. I mean, wasn't there a scene in Zoo Warriors where Ekin Chang and Samuel Hung just stood there and looked at each other, and that was the fight? That was right around that that. Uh... Right around 2000, there were some movies like that, like A Man Called Hero, Storm Riders. It was all like CGI right. projectile stuff. I don't know. They were yeah. just into it at the time. They were like, hey, the yep. technology is getting better. Let's all yeah. do it. Right? <laughs> but, you know, and you know, you got, you got the wuxia genre. You're going to have people flying around. That's, that's fine. But when you, you at least have to have moments where you actually have really good ground and choreography somewhere to really score points with us. You know what I'm saying? Otherwise, they could have just grabbed any Bob the Baker guy. Hey, Bob, as soon as you get done from the bakery, come over here. We're going to have you. We're going to suit you up. We're going to fly you around here with the cable through the forest and just do this. That's it. You know, that, that's that's where we lose credibility. If that's all the movie is, that's it. <laughs> yeah. Like, put in some effort here. You know what I mean? And uh, I think I thought we lost Kyle there. I thought you froze. <laughs> I didn't answer something, sorry. <laughs> I was like, oh, Kyle froze, no. Uh, but yeah, uh, yeah, I mean, we've talked about this movie a lot. I mean, everybody yeah. knows how great this movie is. Cinematography, music, everything. Mm -hmm. Jet Li in his prime. And, uh, and uh, Donnie Yen. It's, all, it's funny here. Now, all I hear is the Rick Myers stories. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> Which is kind of hilarious uh, how Donnie's like, I didn't want to lose this fight, goddammit. <laughs> I don't know if I agree with this. Uh, but, uh, you know, despite any Donnie Yen controversy, which, you know, behind the scenes, we're here to talk about his performance and talk about the movies he's in. That's all that matters. Uh, but, yeah, I it's funny because when Jet Li was in his prime and doing his thing, Donnie Yen was kind of getting a cult following. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? Uh, it, w it probably wasn't around. Would, would you, do you agree with this, uh, Kyle and Eric? Not really until Jet kind of just were kind of retired and went away. Donnie Yen really got better yeah. as a filmmaker and everything else. 
Yeah. Uh, in certain aspects, not in all of his movies, but <laughs> in certain aspects. Uh, you know, right. and now it's just like, it's really, he, he kind of took over. Like, it's really yeah. his, it's his genre now. Like, yeah. fuck off. Yeah. Everyone else can fuck off. Like, it's just, you know, and I don't have, I don't have an issue with that because he's always, I've always found <clears> him to be so talented <throat> that I always wanted him to have his chance to shine. Yeah. And, you know, he kind of did it as a fire first before he got a Zip Man or Yip Man before we, you know, get to that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, l- l- I know, I know that I, well, I don't know if I said it or somebody else said it on the panel. The only nitpick of Once Upon a Time in China two was we wanted to see Donnie and Jet go at it hand to hand for yeah. a while. I think that was the only little if you have to be have you have to be nitpicky, uh, but still the staff battle, the cloth stick, what? Where is the creativity now? <laughs> Let's see today's generation come up with the cloth stick weapons. Or any of the weapons that <laughs> that was in Lucia Liang's filmography that he's created. <laughs> let's get some let's get some creativity here, goddammit. Uh but yeah, the cloth stick, yeah, love it. Badass. Now Donnie Yen, did he I did not know he was a composer. I think he did some some of the music for the movie. He did like a song or something. Did you know that? No. Oh, well, in one of the in one of our future movies, there's a scene in the movie where he plays a piano. Yeah, but I don't know yeah. if it's real or not. We'll, well get he, that one later. He, he does that's know what, how to play the piano. Okay. That's why. Oh. That's what I heard. He was a composer, and um, he did for his role in Once Upon a Time in China too. He did get nominated, right? Hmm. I think he got nominated. I might be wrong about that. Probably composed a piano to help out. <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? All right, let's keep it rocking and rolling. But yeah, Once Upon a Time in China 2 is a classic. 1992, for fuck's sake. Now, here we go. Oh, my God. My reaction to this one. <laughs> wow, the same year. Holy fuck. You had three movies in the same year. Dragon Inn. All right. Kyle, have you seen Dragon Inn? Okay, Eric. Sacrilege I know you've seen it. You had to have seen it, Eric. I saw it a long time ago, and I remember, like... <laughs> There were a few, like, it's got a loaded cast. You got Maggie Chung and Bridget Lin and Donnie Yen. And I think yeah. uh, Tony Lung Kafai is in it, too. Right. Um, so it's got a loaded cast. And uh, I think it's a remake of that uh, original film, correct? Or I don't know. I think so. King Who yeah. movie? <clears throat> and uh, I remember when I watched it the one time years ago, I thought it was just okay with a right. few highlight moments. Right. But I, w- I really want to kind of watch it again and... and, and and kind of uh, give it a second chance, but it's about these people that are in like uh, they're kind of like this this inn in like the middle of the desert, right? And then stuff goes down. So yeah. it, I remember like a lot of exploding bodies and stuff like that, which is pretty cool. <laughs> but uh, <clears throat> yeah, yeah, some highlight moments. Yeah, it's a it's a it's a great movie. Uh, great cast, great performances, great cinematography. It's a, a fun back and forth, who done it, who can we trust type of movie. With all these characters in this inn, uh, but I think the only negative nitpick for a lot of a lot of Donnie Yen fans is that he really doesn't really fight till the end. Mm-hmm. Like he's just there. He plays a eunuch too, Kyle. By the way. Oh, wow. <laughs> however, oh, however, when I first watched it, you get the th- you get the two on one fight at the end with with Maggie and Bridget going at it with the Yenster in the desert. A lot of crazy wushu sword play, a lot of fun stuff. And then out of nowhere, so you have not seen this, Kyle, right? No. Okay. I won't spoil it for you. I will say this. 
Eric, do you remember this? You know, you know what I'm about to talk about, right? Yeah. The yeah. So there's a butcher who works in the inn, a small throwaway character that you don't really see a lot. And all I'm going to say is when this character does his thing, uh, my jaw dropped. <laughs> and I was like, oh, my God, did that just happen? Holy fucking shit. I'm like, like, I lost it. I was like, oh, my God, does that actually happen right now? Holy shit. And then I couldn't stop laughing. I couldn't stop laughing hysterically after that. Yeah, but, yeah, crazy shit happens in third act. But, yeah, Dragon Inn is, 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 is a good time. Dragon Inn is definitely worth checking out. Uh, no, man, I might actually have some of these on VHS, like bad bootleg pan and scan English dubbed only cheetah on fire. Did you see that, Eric? Yeah. He's like, yeah, <laughs> it's all right. He's a loose cannon cop and he tries to recover a super microchip. It's a real original plot, guys. There's a lot of shootouts, decent shootouts, some decent martial arts fights. Um, there's a bullet extraction scene during sex and a completely okay. random Paula Abdul video dubbed to cheesy techno music. So there's some unintentionally funny stuff in this. Okay, okay. It's not it's not like real it's not high quality stuff, but it's it's worth a watch for like a trashy night. Okay. Trashy night. Trashy got it. <laughs> not yeah. B movie night. We got C movie night. <laughs> uh, now, if I'm C. remembering if I'm remembering the the same movie, Eric, <clears throat> did he have a tussle? With Gordon Liu in that film. Uh, we got Ken Lowe in here. Oh, uh, well, no. Okay, that might be another movie. I don't think so. But okay. Michael Woods and John Salvidi are in it again. Oh, wow. <laughs> okay. Okay, I thought Donnie Yen fought some... Uh, I thought he fought Gordon Liu in, in another movie. It might be another movie. Oh, it does say Gordon Liu's in, in this. Oh, oh yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay, that might be the same movie. It was a short tussle. Uh-oh. But they kind of went at it for a little bit. A little bit. Now, I want your honest opinion. Honest opinion of what you guys thought. And chat, let me know too. Honest opinion of Butterfly and Sword. 1993. I have not seen this one. What'd you say? You haven't seen it. I don't remember it a lot. I mean, you got Tony Lung, Michelle Yeoh, Donnie Yen, and Joey Wong. Again, great cast. This is an old school period piece about two assassins who try to stop a gang of eunuchs, of course. From overthrowing their dynasty, um, I thought it was just pretty good. I thought it was pretty yeah. good, but I haven't seen it in it's so long. I feel like I would really enjoy it. There's again, there's over the top violence and exploding bodies in this, so I feel like I would enjoy it more now. I definitely I want, would enjoy yeah. it more. I would, I would love it if uh, you know, eighty eight films or Eureka or somebody remastered it. Um, I've seen it once, and Donnie Yen's good in it. I think the last thing I remember was he was kind of in love with Michelle Yeoh's character, but she wasn't having it because she she wanted some some Tony Lungster. Uh, but I remember it being okay. I remember it being solid. I want to revisit it though because there's a there's a there's a fan base for this movie. Like they really like this movie, and I was kind of I was kind of like oh, I was all right. But the one thing I remember because of it, it annoyed me, and I and I I've never I'm going on record right now. Samurai's going on record. I have never been a fan, and I don't know why this was so popular in the 90s with this bizarre frame by frame. It's hard to describe. Maybe, Kyle, you can help me out. Step slow frame. motion. This not, not John Woo slow motion, not the slow motion we're used to, but it looks like this. Oh, that. It's Wong Kar Wai. 
and yeah. it's Wong Kar Wai, Andrew Lau step framing, they call it. It's the yeah. official term. I just learned yeah. that the other month. I've never been a fan of that. Nope. Yeah. Me neither. Never been a fan. When I was recently watching uh, Mr. Nice Guy, and I had fun rewatching it. I actually liked it more now than when it came out. <clears throat> they had a lot of that towards the end. Yeah. And I was just like, ah. Oh. It, it's weird because it's almost like, hey, we have this new type of slow motion technology. Let's exploit the hell out of it. But what's bad, though, is that it make it cheapens your movie. It makes your movie look cheap. And I remember the end fight had a lot of that in Butterfly and Sword. <clears throat> People flying around, and it had that weird slow motion. What do you call it? What do you call it again, Eric? Step framing. Step framing. Never been a fan. Even, I'll, I'll, shit, since we're talking, you know, the B-movies, one of my favorite B-movies is Blood Moon with Gary Daniels. Have you seen that? Oh, my God. Mm-hmm. Look at the cover. <laughs> The cover, you're gonna laugh hysterically, and you're gonna you're gonna count the boom mics coming down like ten <laughs> times. But the it, the 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 fight choreography in that movie is legit. Like it's straight up Hong Kong style. Like there's a fight in the dojo with two katana swords. You're gonna be like, holy shit! When Gary Daniels fights the main villain at the end of that movie, they oh, do that stupid no. step frame, whatever the fuck it's called. And I'm like, dude, you ruined it. You ruined it. Now, did Ashes of Time have this? As oh, well? yeah. They had a See? lot of that crap yeah. in that movie. I, I was hate ready, it. That movie I saw one time, I was ready to throw a brick through my TV screen. That whole <laughs> film, man. It's I like, don't even bother. It. Don't even bother to shoot the uh, fight, the fight scene at all, dude. Yeah. Yeah. It's like, what is the point? Like, at least mix it up. Right. Like, you know. But, yeah, the two-step framing, slow motion. I want to make sure I get that correct. I've hated since day one, but I just wanted that. Just I just remember, I don't remember Butterfly and Sword the movie, but that well. But I remember that in fight scene there was a lot of that, mm-hmm. and I was like, "You're kind of ruining the movie now." So I've never been. I'm going on record, son. Quote, print it. Yeah. Okay, I hate it. <laughs> Stop the two step. Fr- now, have they stopped? Is that? Not, it's not really that. I haven't really seen that a lot recently, or do no. they mix it in a little bit? Yeah, no, I haven't seen it much at all. No, I haven't seen any anybody yeah. either. It just makes the movie look cheap. Yeah. Yeah, I hate it. All right, there we go. We're going to move on now. Yeah. <laughs> so Butterfly and Sword, I, I want to rewatch that. Um, here we go. Iron Monkey Son, 1990. Lou Diamond Phillips. Lou <laughs> Diamond Phillips, best role. <laughs> That's right. Oh, he also did Heroes Among Heroes in that as well. Look at it. all Butterfly and Sword, Iron Monkey, Heroes Among Heroes, all same year. Uh, Iron Monkey, that's right. Another movie that it's a, it definitely a Yuen Wu-Ping martial arts classic. Didn't do well in the box office back then. You know, it's just, it's weird. Is Donnie Yen's career cursed before he got big? Like, it's just like all these movies. I heard he did have financial troubles in the 90s. Yeah, I really? heard that too. And yeah. I think it will be like around like the three movies that we'll talk about like right after these okay so up. is that where the cheetah on fires come from like i just need to work till i can eat mm-hmm. kind of thing yeah all right all right well the good news is there's a huge cult flo- cult following for the movie now everybody loves iron monkey now uh but uh <clears throat> it was fun seeing in the theater and you have uh he's playing instead of you instead of fighting wong fei hung and once upon a time in china china too he's playing wong k ying Wong Fei Hung's dad (laughs) in Iron Monkey. Yeah. But, yeah, quick takes on Iron Monkey before we keep it rolling. Chat said nothing about Butterfly and Sword. 
I just asked Chad. <laughs> not one comment on Bird Flying yeah. Sword. So yeah. I, 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 wanna, I really want to revisit that just to see if there's something cool about it because it's got its fans. But yeah, Kyle, Iron Monkey. Iron Monkey was pretty good when I first saw it and definitely like him being like Wong Fei Hong's dad and having a young Wushu champion who was female at the time playing. Yeah. Playing Wong Fei Hong and I was like, huh, interesting. Very, very, what was the term that we said last week? Handsome? Handsome? <laughs> handsome, <laughs> handsome, <pretty? man>. handsome <laughs> boy? I was like, that is so weird. But handsome no, man. the choreography is really well done, especially when like he takes like the form of um iron monkey at the same time with the actual iron monkey and then doing that full pole fight with fire that's insane still yeah like, no one can <laughs> when it's you like... say firefights like that one yeah tough. and it's like you know i love the villain in the movie too but it's one of those it's one of those move you know that especially the end finale mm-hmm. you know people will look at it today's audience they'll probably look at it and probably laugh at it but when you stop and think about the technical excellence and all the hard work it took, or the creativity to create, hey, let's have a two-on-one fight scene when they're on poles and the poles are on fire. <laughs> let's see you do better, modern-day audience. <laughs> no CGI, baby. Yeah, no CGI. Balancing. No. On one yeah, it's like it's like look, okay, it doesn't have the Michael Bay budget, but still, you gotta appreciate the creativity, man. And they pull and they pulled it off. They pulled it off. Iron Monkey's a classic. Um, did anyone find it odd at the very end when they defeat the main villain guy and everyone's you know Iron, you know Iron Monkey is with his girl? Is, is it is it is it Yu Rong Wong? Uh, yeah, his name? yeah, that dude's badass. I like yeah. that guy. Moose of the Warrior, baby. Yeah. Um, he gets with his girl, right? Donnie ends. He gets with the, with his kid and all that. Everyone's like, oh, we're all together. We, you know, the, And then they had this random cut to the sheriff of the town. And he was zooming on his face and he goes, how come nobody cares about me? Yeah. <laughs> Did anybody <laughs> find that odd? That's such a weird way to. That was so. It's it's hilarious. No, he tried to. He did. He tried to help. Right. I. I. I, We always laughed at that scene because it came out of nowhere. It was just so bizarre, and you noticed they cut it out when it was released here in in America. They cut that scene out. (laughs) They're probably like, "This is too weird." The American audience is gonna be like, "What the fuck is this?" But yeah, it's so weird. It's like, "Oh, my love, my son." Nobody cares about me. <laughs> it's so weird. It's so weird. But yeah, the Iron Monkey's so enjoyable. I can actually watch it dubbed. Yeah, because the dubbing is fucking hilarious. And I'm usually not. I'm not a. I'm not a proponent for dub. But sometimes it's. It's. It. You know. It's entertaining. When, you know. When it's old school bad dubbing. Uh, but yeah. <clears throat> Iron Monkey represent. Okay, let's see here. We're keeping it rocking and rolling here. Now, Heroes Among Heroes, I believe that's another um, Yuan Wuping uh, vehicle. Uh, and he plays Beggar So. Have you guys seen this one? I have not seen that one, but seeing him play Beggar So, I would definitely watch that. Eric? Yeah, I saw it a long time ago. I don't really remember much. I remember it being just kind of all right. It has a lot of humor in it, um, but it's not that 
that funny. The plot isn't isn't all that great, and the fights are like uh, they're kind of like a mixed bag. So right. I was kind of I was kind of like iffy on this, and I really don't remember it much. But it, I I recommend it if you're a Donnie Yen fan. Just like why not? I mean, if you're gonna watch Cheetah on Fire, you might as well watch uh, <laughs> Heroes mm-hmm. Among Heroes. The the, the and the fighting's got that Yuan Wu Ping touch, but the the odd thing is is the movie focuses more on the guy who's playing Wang Fei Hung, Wang Fei Hung in the movie. Donnie Yen disappears for like majority of the movie, <laughs> and then he comes back later. It's weird because he's 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 booked as the star. The movie kind of opens up with his character, and then he disappears, and we follow we follow the Wang Fei Hung guy. Like majority of the movie, and then Donnie comes in once in a while. Uh, you, you should you should definitely check it out because Donnie Yen does his version of drunken boxing, and I think he I think he fights our boy Kyle. Oh, is it is it Clubfoot? Um, is it Clubfoot? Yeah, yeah, that says Clubfoot's right his, in this. His version of drunken boxing and that whole end fight sequence is is crazy. It's it's worth watching. It's entertaining, but Damn. it's just odd that he just disappears from his own movie. It's very, very, uh, uh, Trado enjoyed it and Chinese female rappers enjoyed it too. Uh, but yeah, it's weird because he just disappears and then he comes back. Hey, I'm back in the movie now. (laughs) Maybe he got injured. Maybe like, oh shit, he's injured. We got to go with the other dude. Who knows? Right. But it's, it's worth, it's definitely worth checking out. I mean, when, when you got the cheetah on fires and the crystal hunts, heroes among heroes is a step up from those. Now what kind of caught me off guard (laughs) Was another Yuan Wuping classic, 1994's Wing Chung, starring Michelle Yeoh, and it really caught me off guard seeing comedic role Donnie, <laughs> bumbling, you know, just suck. He's a soul. He's such a sucker in this movie. Like he's, he's so in love, <laughs> trying to find Michelle Yeoh in this movie. But the movie, the whole movie's got this goofy uh, kind of tone to it. Uh, but they, when it's time to get real with the fighting, they get real. But yeah, another. Uh, Another classic uh, Yuan Wu Ping vehicle. Kyle, have you seen Wing Chun? I have not, but I heard this is where she, where Michelle Yeoh plays like the woman that actually was taught by the female abbot, and then that's how Wing Chun style actually came around. And... Which is which is weird because uh, it's weird only in the fact that Wing Chun purists mm-hmm. that enjoy the film as a kung fu movie, there's really not a lot of Wing Chun in it. <laughs> in it. Yeah. Like traditional Wing Chun, like traditional, mm-hmm. like there's a little bit in there where she hits the dummy. But yeah. in terms of the fight choreography, she's like flying all over the place. There's a there's a crazy fight scene where she's was it was it was she on top of a horse, Eric? Mm-hmm. She's standing on a horse with the villain on the other horse, and they're, <laughs> and they're fighting like this. And the guy has two axes. Yeah, there's no there's no Wing Chun in this. Like yeah. is this. We're just going straight martial arts fantasy fun here, and definitely some some goofy moments. Even Michelle Yeoh doing some comedy and all that. But uh, it was Donnie Yen was so goofy in this movie. <laughs> He's so goofy, but he was fun. He was fun. What, what did you think of Wing Chun, Eric? I thought it was. I thought it was good. It's just a good solid action comedy. Like again, you got uh, my notes say the the scenes to look out for are the the boat scene, the tofu demonstration, <laughs> and the horseback duel. <laughs> Are there some, but then, yeah, the fights are good. They're they're good quality fights, so that's yeah. why you'd want to watch this. And Donnie, yeah, he uh, he has the supporting role kind of in this one. <clears throat> yeah, which is it, which worked. 
Oh, Heather just got the Once Upon a Time in China trilogy. All right. Nice. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, female rapper says Wing Chun was awesome. So we got some fans here. That's cool. Thanks. All right. Let's keep it going. I have not seen this. I have not seen this. 1994's, I think, I, th I think, I think, is this what you're talking about, guys? With this and, and high voltage? <laughs> is this the I need to eat movies? Uh, which is nothing wrong with that. Uh, high voltage, I think, kids. is one of them. But Circus Kids. I have not seen this. I definitely saw it on TV, and then I saw Yen, Yen Gyo and, and Diane, and they have like a, I think they have a slight moment, then they're, then Diane's helping them in the end, like fighting against the main villain, and that's all I remember. That was all during like when it was on TV. I was so like, is it about a circus? <laughs> Yun Bu's circus tent gets blown to smithereens by a warplane. And then wow. he crosses some bad guys. <laughs> wow. The end? Is that the end of the movie? <laughs> yeah, the second half a bunch of fighting. Yun Bu's circus, circus tent and team got blown up by a warplane. The end. He shows up for a little bit and fights, and that's the end of the movie. <laughs> does, does Donnie Yen and Yun Bu fight? I don't think so. I don't know. I don't know. I can't remember. I don't remember. Because that would be the only reason I would check it out if they yeah. actually went went uh, toe to toe. So, but yeah, I, and I don't know. Maybe if there's a way I can watch it for free, I'll check it mm -hmm. out. But I was just like, what is Circus Kids? It's very strange. <laughs> Chat, let me know if you've seen Circus Kids and what you thought about it. Uh, all right. High Voltage, I think this is another D VHS, I think I have. Um, Cop, cop thriller, action thriller. The only thing I remember in this movie was a guy was attacking him with a knife or something at the end, or sword, and Donnie Yen took off his belt and used it kind of like a weapon nunchaku type thing, and, and or something like that. But the only other scene I remember is that he it was almost like a Van Damme time cop scene, where he came out of the shower and all he had was a towel. <laughs> And he gets jumped in his apartment. And there's a scene just like that in this movie. And I I know I never forgot it because I remember when it was like, This is bizarre. <laughs> Donnie N Donnie N was posing for the for the for Playgirl magazine in this movie. You know what I'm saying? You gotta represent. <laughs> but yeah, uh high voltage, Kyle? I have not seen this one, but this is definitely one of them and it says uncredited directing by him. So this might have been one of the three that okay. was like, I need to eat. I don't remember hating it. It just, yeah, it's a lower quality than we're used to with him. But I don't remember, like, this is, like, the worst movie. I don't know. Well, do, you, do you remember? Did you, did you thought it sucked or what? I thought it was, like, really, really just kind of mediocre. Kind of real low production values. And I remember there being a decent amount of action, but none of it really popped. You know yeah. what I mean? When you really, it got your blood pumping. So it yeah. it um, it was just kind of like a, kind of like washed over me, and I forgot most of it. Yeah, like you don't need it in the collection. I think yeah. I have it in, like, there was this really cheap DVD that came out with, like, a Donnie Yen four-pack or something. And I yeah. think this might have been one of the movies in there. Okay, okay. <laughs> Uh, high voltage chat. Let us know what you think. Uh, female rapper says circus kids is insane. Stay away from the TV version. <laughs> All right. So that's, the, that's the selling point is that it's insane. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If there's a way I can watch it for free. I'll check it out. I don't know about blind buying it because blind buying things got me cheetah on fire and high voltage. 
but yeah, yeah, you know what? I think I just watched it once, and then then I put it on the shelf, and that's it. That was around the time where you know it's like we couldn't, we didn't have. 88 films or Eureka and shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, it was just like VHS. Oh, Donnie Yen. I know that guy. Buy it. You know, this is how things were back then. You know what I mean? Uh, okay. Here we go. High voltage. <laughs> <laughs> Boo. <laughs> Boo that movie. Boo that movie. <laughs> Damn. All right. We're going to keep it going. There's not much to talk about with that one. Mm-hmm. Uh, now I enjoyed this. I think I have it on DVD. The Kung Fu Master series. Have you seen that? 1994. I have not. This one I remember liking. Did you see this one, Eric? It's not the Fist of Fury TV series. No, there's a there's another a series he did, and it was a period piece. No, and it was released by Tai Seng. Uh-huh. And I have both. I think it's like two parts. It's actually good, man. There's actually. The whole movie's a period piece, and I, I remember enjoying it in terms of the fights. Like, the fights. It's it's better than the Fist of Fury series, <laughs> which we're, which we're going to get to in a minute. The Saint of Gamblers, 1995. Have you seen that one? Any of you guys seen that? I always avoided it because I heard it was a cameo. Oh. <coughs> you know what? I think I saw a clip. He just came in, beat the shit out of some dudes, and that was it. I think I saw a clip on YouTube. Sounds about right. <laughs> yeah, Kung Fu Master was good. I, I enjoyed it. Now, because I had to have <clears throat> everything Donnie Yen, Chen Zen, Fist of Fury TV series, came out in 1995. All right, so it's weird because it was released here as, I don't know if it was Sworn Vengeance. Hmm. And I didn't know that was the first part that was going to be released the rest of the show, and they called it Fist of Fury. So I didn't know that. <laughs> and what's so weird is that, you know, Donnie Yen, he's, we all know he's the biggest Bruce Lee fan in the world. Just, you know, we're all fans. And that's one of the things that attracted me to Donnie Yen was he would have homages and shit to Bruce Lee. He would have Bruce-isms once in a while, once in, a while in his fights just for fun. So I didn't mind it. So it's weird because the prequel part of Young Chen Zen in Sworn Vengeance, if that's the title, help me out, chat. Uh, was more interesting than it's time to just redo Fist of Fury all over again. Because that was the second half of the show. Mm. It was just redo Fist of Fury, go. And it was the exact same thing over again. He was surrounded by a whole bunch of dudes in the dojo. He beats them all up. You know, he fights the, you know, the the Caucasian at the end and, and fights the Jap- evil Japanese and stuff. But before that, it was like a totally different show. It's weird. It's almost, it's almost two different shows. <laughs> but the origin was more interesting, <clears throat> Uh, did you see it, Eric? Fist of Fury? Yeah. I remember the, my biggest problem with it was the undercranking on the fights. It was too noticeable. And he, he does it in some of his movies, but this one it was just too noticeable for me, and it, it detracted from uh, – it distracted me a lot. It was like on speed. Yeah. Yeah. So you didn't even see the first half of the show? No. <laughs> well, I don't think – you're not missing anything, but it was more it was more interesting. <clears throat> Uh, let's see. Uh, Trado liked the original Fist of Fury TV series uncut, unedited. Oh, so Tai Singh must have huh. made some, made some uh, edits there. I didn't know that. Okay. Interesting. All right. <laughs> All right. I got to click on this because I got to see who directed this. Iron Monkey 2. 
1996. <laughs> All right, so this is not directed by Yuen Wu Ping. It stars Donnie Yen, Billy Chow, and Wu Ma. It's directed by Lu Chiang Chow and La, Lan Jing. And I apologize for uh, not saying that correctly. So Donnie Yen fights a deadly assassin named Tiger Yu and teaming up a, uh, up a band of insurrectionists battling a malevolent gang of weapons smugglers. Jesus Christ, IMDb. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Some stuff happens, and uh, later some other stuff went down. All right, so I bought this on DVD. I think it was another Tai Sing release. And, uh, yeah, I mean, in terms of schlock, you could kind of enjoy it. But I remember being disappointed because it was labeled Iron Monkey 2. Uh, but it had nothing to do with the original Iron Monkey. It was a modern-day movie. There are fans of this movie because it's kind of, like, they consider it good-bad. Mm-hmm. There's some moments where the fighting's, you know, entertaining, but overall, I could not stop hearing all the other music scores from other movies. Mm-hmm. It was so distracting. You know, mm-hmm. I know, Hong Kong movies been doing that for years. Right. You can go back to old-school Kung Fu movies, you'll hear yep. Star Wars, you'll hear Indiana Jones. Monty Python. Yeah, I think in Fist of Fury series, you I could I'm positive, RoboCop's theme song played. Oh yeah, I've heard sure. Predator and uh, Rambo yeah. two in movies too. Yeah. I heard Rocky it, four also in one yes, movie. Terminator, I, Halloween two played. I think Total Recall happened in that <laughs> one. Uh, uh, all right, so <laughs> in terms of schlock entertainment enjoyment purposes, obviously it's probably better than High Voltage and Cheetah on Fire. However. What did Kyle think of Iron Monkey right. 2 Electric Boogaloo? I saw like a cover of this and I was like, I'm gonna avoid this. I'm gonna avoid this hard. And I still have not seen it to this day because I'm like, Iron Monkey 2. Huh. Nope. <laughs> this, is, this is one of those movies that's not needed. And I'll get to yep. that soon. I had the same What's decision it? with me too, Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> but if anyone, you know what, I might buy it. Because you can get it used on Amazon for one dollar and seventy eight cents. Oh, buy it! Oh, buy it for one dollar, bro. One dollar and seventy eight cents, my friend. It's worth the one dollar, so you can make fun of it. (laughs) That's exactly how much I got for my Resident Evil (laughs) Five. Trading it in. Kung Lo in the chat says P- Billy Child was wasted in this. Uh, oh, I don't like to hear that. Yeah, because they did fight. They fought at the end. All I remember was the fighting at the end. That's it, really. And and it, it was okay. They had moments where it was all right. Uh, Ch- Chinese female rapper says it was a terrible movie, but it had some 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 solid fight scenes. There you go. You, 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 you order it right now? Live? <laughs> no. Live. I, I'm contemplating. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Iron Monkey 2. So bad. I don't know if it's worth a dollar. <laughs> you may not buy that for a dollar. Well, it takes some no. space, you know? <laughs> Get a dollar comic? Right. Well, I do need a new wheel, a new table, like so. Dollar burger, <laughs> get a dollar burger, son. Right. I got a good, nice five dollars. Oh, speaking of a, a totally different, different note, uh, segue here. Don't worry, I'll segue back to the Yenster here. Did you guys see the video of the McDonald's French fries video? Did you see? Some guy didn't experiment, so he bought a large. He bought a medium fry, and he bought a small fry. He emptied all of them, 
right? And he put the small fry, I mean, you know, he emptied the large and the medium. He put the small fry in the medium and in the large, and it looked full. Oh. Yeah. So actually makes all sense. you really need to get is small. <laughs> oh, yeah. That, makes so much that blew sense, my man. mind. <laughs> I was like, what? Uh-oh, your uh, TV went off there in the back. Your green you. screen. Your professional green screen, sir. There we go. There you Thank go. you. <laughs> uh, Trado says, don't do it, Eric. <laughs> don't. He says, don't, don't buy it. Don't buy it. <laughs> don't waste our hard-earned get, get some McDonald's small fries instead. <laughs> at, at least the small fry will fill you up compared to yes. Iron Monkey 2. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Satan Returns, 1996. <laughs> Help me out. Help me out with that one, guys. I, I just saw a little bit because it's free on YouTube, and I was like, wow. Oh, all right. Because they're kicking me yell from Naked Wet. Killer is in this? And I'm like, how trashy is this movie? <laughs> and Francis Ng, but then again, Francis Ng can be known as a good good character actor, too. So I'm like, yeah. Huh. Eric, you can take it from here. All right, what's this about? A lunatic played by Francis Inc. is killing women born on the 6th of June, and only Donnie Yen could stop him. <laughs> it's a pretty good flick. I kind of liked it. Not right. especially well-written, but it has some atmosphere. It's got, like, that that blue lighting, like, uh, and some rain and stuff like that, you know? Some decent right. fights and chases. A bit right. creepy in spots. I could I could sit through it. It's not too bad. I'm sold with Satan's <clears throat> Returns, the, the title right there. Let me guess. That's like the, the, the one title out of 30 of what it's actually called. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> yep. Could it be Satan? <laughs> That's right. I just dated myself for entertainment purposes. I hope you enjoy it. <laughs> hey, support uh, Eric. Get, send him a dollar so he can get Iron Man too. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, I got everybody talking about fries now. They want some fries. Sorry, <laughs> McDonald's small fry or Iron Monkey two? Hmm. Which Ooh. one do you love more? <laughs> Is Iron Monkey two? Oh, Kyle, you haven't seen it, so you can't you can't talk about it. Eric, we'll, we'll I'll bring that up again. Is Iron Monkey two worse than another movie we're gonna get to later? Man, there's I'll there's some it. tough ones to be coming up, fellas. I know, I know, I know. All right, so let's get back to it. Ain't nothing to it but to do it. Chat, let us know what you thought about Satan Returns. Uh, Eric recommends it. So you, anything Eric <laughs> recommends, I'm usually good with. So I'm going to have to check it out. And now, you, you, Kyle, you said you can watch it on YouTube for free. Yeah. Okay, i got to check this out. Yeah. Black Rose 2, 1997. He plays a boxing school owner. Is this another small role? Must, maybe. I believe. Let me click on it here. Oh, let's see. Uh, yeah, he's not even on the cover. Yeah, Corey Un and Jeffrey Ooh. Lau directed. Huh? Yeah, it looks like another small role. They don't even have a plot synopsis here. <laughs> All right, they didn't care that much about it. Apparently, they didn't even bother doing <laughs> some bootleg plot synopsis. Okay, here we go. Let's keep it rocking and rolling. Here we're having a blast. Now, I might get a lot of flack for this. Because the undercranking of the speed and undercranking of the camera and everything is 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 insane. I couldn't help but enjoy it. 
I'm going to get a lot of flack. I know. It's all right, though, to each his own. I love all of you. It's okay. All right? But I like Legend of the Wolf. I'm sorry. I know. I know. But I like Legend of the Wolf, 1997. All right, what do you guys think? Kyle? I heard this was like a remake of The Big Boss at one point. I heard somewhere about that, but I, I haven't seen it. I just yeah, remember him I've being. Seen in, it, I've seen it titled The Big Boss at other yeah. places. But I just remember, like, because the story's so paper thin, I yeah. just remember the quick, the quick like. But, <laughs> I don't know. It just it, it just entertained me for some reason. Now, if, every single, if every single Donnie Yen movie was this fast, yeah. it would get old. I would be like, okay, you know. Yeah. But the, the Fist of the North Star speed. I just enjoyed it, man. I don't know why. Like, especially the the dude with the with the eagle claws. Yeah. dude, that was fucking insane, dude. Like, it was insane. Like, I was like, this yeah. is hilarious. I was I was just having fun with it, just in terms of schlock entertainment value. But there you go, the new big boss. There you go. Thank you, Long. Uh, but I, I don't know, man. I, if it, it's just it's a guilty pleasure for me, Eric. It's not bad. It's not bad. I uh. You know, I remember when I first watched it, I was close to giving it a pass grade because uh, there is some good action. It's almost like sometimes the camera does slow down enough to, to see everything. There's yeah. some like like uh, quick cut editing too at times. Yeah, that got got me uh, uh, that annoyed me a bit. But it's not. It's got some moments of good action in it, so I can understand why you would like it. I bet you, you know, if I watched it again, I might actually end up enjoying it a little bit. It's it's close for me. It's kind of like on the edge. Okay, it's better than Iron Monkey too. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I just want it remastered. I want it widescreen remastered. I got an old crappy, yeah. crusty, full screen DVD garbage. Hey, are I want to see it, and I want to see it remastered. Will they even bother? Probably not. Yeah. Probably not for Legacy of the Wolf. But I, I don't know. Uh, Chinese female rapper says, "Yes, I watched with a whole group of my friends, and the second to last fight scenes had us all dying. <laughs> Loved it. Yeah, it just." It just worked, man. I don't know why. I, you know, the end fight was good. He's kind of a Thai boxer guy yeah. he fought. But I don't know, man. The Eagle Claw fight was fucking insanity. I just, I wouldn't, I don't know. I just enjoyed it. Oh, and isn't there a crazy death scene at the end of this? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my man. It's been a long time. What is it? What? Go ahead. Do you remember uh, what happened? Spoilers. I think the chick gets her head freaking cut yeah, off. Yeah, that was it. Oh, shit. It's been, <laughs> a, wow. it's been a long time since I've seen it. Yeah, that's what makes him was, go into a frenzy. She, so was she like the love interest? Or yeah. Hostage? Yeah. Oh, shit. Yeah. All right. A movie with balls. Five stars. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Legacy, Legacy of the Wolf. Now, I like this movie. I know. I know. I know. I don't know what it is, but there's something about this movie that I kind of dug. I really wish it had a lot more martial arts fighting. There's barely, barely any fighting in this. Even Michael Woods shows up again for like five <laughs> seconds. But I like Ballistic Kiss, man, 1998. I liked it. What do you guys think? I have not seen this one, but this was number two of his. Oh, no. I need, I need oh. money, and he directed it. Yeah, oh, no. Yeah, someone said, said it. Okay, I, I liked. I thought it was all. I liked it. There's something about it I liked. I don't know. Eric, help me out here. Maybe I missed something. I, I remember thinking it was it was mediocre. Mm. Um, maybe some. Uh, maybe a little artsy fartsy at times. Maybe yeah. or uh, yeah, it, it didn't really come together for me. But I, I watched the trailer uh, just to refresh my memory. And it, the trailer actually looks pretty good. So I was like, hmm, 
that's another one that maybe if I give it a second chance, I'll like it a little bit more. But my first viewing left me just kind of, uh, I felt like it was just me. Because it's like barely any fighting. It's more just gunplay, you know. And it's just, you know, we don't mind Don, we don't mind Donnie using guns. We just want to see him kick some ass, too. And there's like barely any fighting. But I don't know. There's something about it. I don't know. Maybe I was, at the time, I was looking for different, you know, from him. But, I, you know, even though I wanted more fighting. <laughs> But I thought it was solid. I Man, so we've been on a run here of uh, some pretty iffy stuff. You know, some watchable stuff, some not so watchable stuff. It's like it came out swinging, right? With all the, yeah. I mean, even though even though all the Yuan Wuping stuff is not yeah. weren't box office smashes, he still came out with quality swinging up here. Yeah. Um, uh, here's another one. I could see Eric thinking it was mediocre. I thought it was an entertaining watch, but it's not one of his best. It's better than Ballistic Kiss, but what do you think of Shanghai Affairs, 1998? Shanghai I don't even think I've seen that one. Oh, what? What? That's definitely his Eric has seen all. I, I, I enjoyed it. It's Again, did he direct this too? Mm-hmm. And I have not <laughs> seen this one either. So that's definitely the... <laughs> the trifecta. Like I tried. Oh, Yu Wong is in this one again. I should check yeah. this one out. Yeah, they have a little rematch. Yeah, it's pretty good though. You'll it, you'll like it better than Ballistic Kiss. It's not great, okay. but it's, you'll like in terms. It's better than Ballistic Kiss though. Uh, let's see here. Love. Oh, hold on. Whoa, whoa, whoa! I skipped forward here. Uh, Shanghai Affairs. That's okay, baby. Lady Fat Blood cameo. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. That's the one that we just talked about. <laughs> sorry about that. I was distracted. All right, let me go back to the main thing here. Yeah, Yu Wang Guang is the villain. All right. So let's see here. Ballistic Kishing. City of Darkness. What's this one? 1999 Ozone. He plays a character called Ozone. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Oh boy! <laughs> Must protect the ozone layer. There you go. Chinese female rappers like Chang <clears throat> affairs. All right. Yeah, I saw this one. It was I thought it was pretty good. You get a group of friends run by a gangster played by Colin Chow. Okay. And uh, and uh, there's some cops involved, and Donnie shows up. <laughs> um, it's kind of like a little silly, but it has good some pretty good fights in it. Um, I have in my notes, some dude was jamming on his guitar while beating up bad guys near the beginning. So that, that helps. All right. Um, the choreography is not innovative, but the actors pull off their moves pretty well. And, uh, Billy Chow gets some good moments in the first half of this. So I thought it was, I thought it was pretty good. Uh, it sounds like this is a step up from the movies. We would just, the last, what, four movies we just mentioned a little bit, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Interest. Well, I'm, I got to see Donnie play some Ozone up in here. All right. City of Darkness. Chat, let me know. City of Darkness. Let me know what your thoughts on that. And then it's time for... Hooray for Hollywood. Highlander in game. Here I come to get killed off screen. That's right. Now, I'm still... Well, hold on. Lady Fabulous ranting. Oh... <laughs> That's true. Have you seen the alternate death scene he had? Mm-hmm. Oh my puts god! Puts in the wall. It was and terrible. Then runs it was so bad. 
sword. Getting killed off screen was worse. I mean, get, well, I thought that was bad, but actually showing what happened and had that really bad Donnie N face was like, <laughs> getting decapitated. It was so bad. Anyway, I was, you know, I was fanboying out. I won't, I won't lie. When the trailer came out, I was like, holy shit, we got fucking Duncan and fucking Lambert, as Eric would say. Mm-hmm. And they're in the same movie, and Donnie Yen's in it. Oh my god, my head's gonna explode! And then I went to go see the movie. Yep. <clears throat> yeah, and uh, it was okay. <laughs> what pissed me off, though, it definitely had its moments. But what, I like the main villain, though. The villain guy was great, and it had that very—he's I mean, the main villain from Passenger Fifty Seven, I believe. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, oh, Dungeons yeah. and Dragon. He had that very odd line in the movie. Don't you, know what's you want to be inside me? <laughs> I think he could have only pulled that off. That actor could only, he could only have done that line and got away with it. Um, what pissed me off about, not just Donnie and getting killed off screen, but what pissed me off about the, uh, that movie was when it was released to DVD they made changes, and they and they fucked it up worse. Even the ending, they fucked it up. It was like the theatrical ending and everything was fine. I was like, all right, cool. This is how it ends. Perfect. And then and on the DVD, is like this special edition or whatever, and they changed the ending. They added an extra scene. It didn't make sense. And then they moved things out of order. It's like, why did you do that? And that's the only version you can find. I'm like... Okay, you released this special edition box set and shit. Only that version's on it. They they don't have the theatrical. The better version. And that's so frustrating. Especially for Lady Fatblood, because she's a huge Highlander fan. She's more Highlander fan than me. She even watched the show. So it's kind of like, yeah, so that's annoying. But, I mean, I'm sure Rick Myers has stories (laughs) about Donnie Ann. We'll, we'll, We'll let Rick tell those stories. Yeah. Uh, but, uh, but you know, he was badass in it until he got killed off screen, yep. uh, which is, we're, we're, we're noticing a theme here, which is going to keep, going to keep happening. <clears throat> but yeah, I, I recommend the theatrical version of Highlander Endgame if you can find it anywhere. All right. Wow. The very next movie, 2002 Blade 2, scratch the fucking itch. We love it. Guillermo del Toro, Ron Perlman's son. What? Okay. Like Marco Beltrami and on the score. I mean, like this is phenomenal. Get some crystal method in the oh, uh, yeah. soundtrack, baby. Oh, yeah. It's phenomenal. That it's final, phenomenal. that final fight <laughs> against all the cards. Fuck. Oh, this is it's, beautiful. It's so good. It's so good. And and uh, I have heard. Uh, add on to this, guys, that he was brought in as fight choreographer. Mm-hmm. Uh, now the good story <laughs> that I heard. Was they brought him in the fight choreographer, but he was so the opening couple of first fight sequences is Donnie Yen. After that, it's 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 Wesley Snipes' fight choreographer for the rest of the movie. They said Donnie Yen was a little bit his style was a little bit too fancy, too whimsical, was too much. So they went with the more grounded, you know, Macho Man elbow drop type fight choreography. Street fight. That was a street fight at the end. Yeah, they went with that more, and. The good version is that they love Donnie so much that they're like, you know what? We got to throw him in the movie, too. We got Donnie in here. We don't want to waste this guy. Let's throw him in the movie. And they created Snowman character for him, and he had a little small role in that. And he was, for a short amount of time, he was a badass until he got killed off screen again. You know, which pissed me off. 
Uh, but that's the good version. Have you heard the other side of it? I think Rick Myers mentioned it. Yeah. I heard okay, Rick what did you hear, one, Kyle? I heard one version, and it's on another YouTube channel. Okay. Of who, and he's not even doing any more movie reviews, but he talked about, like, something was said between Donnie Yen and Wesley Snipes, and that is why you don't see him in the rest of the film. Okay. I, I won't I say what that. the exact there's two detail. egos right there, bro. Yeah. Like I can <laughs> I can see that. You know what I mean? I can see that happening. Uh but anyway, I mean, you could say, well, Donnie Yen was cocky and he, he uh destroyed his himself for being too, you know, egotistical on set. That could be true, but then why bother giving him a role in your movie if everyone yeah. hates him yeah. on set, if Wesley Snipes is the star hates him then when they gave him a role in the movie yeah i guarantee you so it maybe is a they meet let's meet in the middle with both rumors mm-hmm. let's do that that's probably where it lies you yeah. know maybe near uh, the end of the movie donnie's like hey what hey wes i'm gonna i'm gonna kill you in this scene i'm gonna take over the franchise kill this motherfucker off screen well you're dying off screen <laughs> <laughs> hey donnie <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to do the lie. Some motherfuckers always trying to <laughs> ice skate of hill. Yeah. Oh my god. Hey, I thought y'all said we were getting Lou Diamond Phillips for this movie. Yeah. Lou Diamond Phillips. Phillips. He's supposed to do the fight choreography, motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> but we love Blade too. Uh, Donnie is great in there. Uh, of course, we want him as more. Of course, we. You know, man, despite the um, the bad CGI moments when they invaded the the Blade headquarters, yeah. and there was a few seconds of CGI characters flying around, which mm, didn't yeah. look good, that, go back and study that fight that Donnie and choreographed. That is fucking phenomenal when those two yeah. vampires are fighting Blade. The yeah. camera work, the double sword blade action, it's phenomenal. The music, oh my God. Blade 2, man, five stars. Five stars. All right, let's keep it going here. All right, hero. Now you had a story, didn't you have? Didn't you have a story about this, Eric? What Donnie Yen said about Jet Li, or was that about Once Upon a Time Time in China too? Yeah, it was that one. Okay, okay. I saw a special feature. Heroes, another phenomenal movie. It's, it's it's one of the most beautiful looking movies I've ever seen. It's basically China's answer to Rashomon, and uh, I highly recommend you guys check out Rashomon. Different perspectives told on the same stuff. You know, what, this, what, what happened with the story? Well, this character has this version. This character has this version of what happened. And you decide at the end who's right and who's wrong. Were you guys disappointed uh, that the Donnie Yen and Jet Li fight were the whole thing was in their head? Or were you perfectly fine with it? Because you've seen no, it. I was fine with it. I was fine with it too because of like how Zhang Yi <laughs> does his films. It's- like as Wuxia style and the color yeah. palette that he always has, like his bright colors and everything else. But other than that, like I I remember like when it was released in North America, they all touted it as like slightly the artsy, but also big martial arts. But at the same time, yeah. watching it, like you know it's a martial arts Wuxia yeah. style, but fantasy genre. So it worked for how it was. That fight scene with Jet Li and Donnie Yen was so beautiful looking in the theater 
It was just what you, you. It was like almost you're watching the the two greatest dance partners, you know, having a scene together. Like it's just, it's it's art. It literally is a martial art. And the cinematography, the music, you got the old dude there playing, like just chilling mm-hmm. out, <laughs> like while they're going at it. He's just giving them a little soundtrack to fight to, <laughs> you know, mentally whatever. Yeah. And just you can go back. You, you watch that fight scene, and then if you go back and watch it again, you'll see new shit. You'll be like, oh, what? Jet Li just tossed the sword to his other hand and did the, what? Like, it's mind-blowing how good the fight choreography is in that scene between both of them. Like, it's it's really, really, really good. I'm surprised they released that. I mean, I know they did. I know because of Crouching Tiger fame. But because of the very bleak type of anti-Hollywood ending, I'm surprised they bothered releasing that. Here, yeah. You know? It's kind of probably interpreted as a pro-China ending too, right? There you go. Well, then now we understand why they released it. <laughs> they released yeah, it's it. still one of the most beautiful films I have ever seen in a movie theater. It's insane. It was, I was just like, yeah. It's like the big three in yeah. terms of in terms of beauty, uh, cinematography. It's like Crouchy Tiger Hero and House of Flying Daggers are just like gorgeous to look at. Uh, but yeah, uh, I thought it was funny uh, that Donnie Yen's character would have won. If they really fought, you like that? that's the only reason Donnie took the part. <laughs> My character would have won, but I sacrificed myself for Jet Li to do his thing. Art. <laughs> but I, I remember watching some special features on the old DVD, and it was kind of funny. Donnie was sitting next to Jet, and they were just hanging out. And Donnie Yen's like, you know, this guy over here, he's good. He's good to go for the rest of his life. Me- meanwhile, schmucks like me, I still got to bust my ass. <laughs> he said that was like in an interview. To- and Jet Li was laughing. They're all having fun. He's like, I still got to work around here, you know. It's kind of funny. But, yeah, uh, yeah, Hero's very, very well done. And uh, definitely return to form, I guess, for Donnie in terms of coming back to, you know, showcasing his skills in a quality in a film of quality right yes yes so this is definitely return to form for donnie and then it got butchered coming back to america (laughs) again with shanghai nights 2003 yes you know i love i love how all of america you know if you don't cut well no actually yeah rogue one so so far i guess what is it uh Triple X is the only movie in America that he did not die in. <laughs> yeah. Because that's what I want to see, right? You got the, the trailer, I screamed. I screamed like a little fangirl over here looking up at Jackie Chan is on screen fighting Donnie Yen. I lost my shit. <clears throat> and, you know, the last thing I thought was going to happen was, you know, Donnie Yen getting blown up by fireworks because, you know, that's what I paid for. The, 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 I paid for my money for the ticket to see. Fireworks blew up Donnie Yen. Yeah, woo. Yeah, who wrote this script? Yep. Now, there's fans of Shanghai Nights. There, there, there's some fun moments in there because Luke, you know, Luke Wilson. <laughs> Owen Wilson and, and uh, Jackie are fun together. But it's so fucking bizarre. Like, Jack the Ripper gets his ass kicked. Like, what is going on in this movie? <laughs> that young kid being Charlie Chaplin. <laughs> it's so fucking what? crazy, dude. Weird. Um, but uh, it has its moments. Shanghai Nights has its moments. Uh, but I was re- really, and I, t- I think I talked about this last week with Jackie Chan filmography, how pissed off I was when I found out in the special features that the Donnie and Jackie Chan fight was longer, and they cut it. That, that, like, you who makes fucking these decisions? Asshole. Yeah, yeah. So you know, the, you know when they're brawling, they have that minigun in, in the scene, right? Yeah. There's a the, the, part of the fight that was extended. 
they end up falling down and the minigun is going wild. And they're on the ground fighting like this, dodging the minigun. Oh, let's cut that. Like, really? I was so pissed off. Rick Myers would have an answer for that. I know, right? Sabotage. (laughs) I know, right? I'm like, dude, what the fuck? So anyway, so that's Shanghai Nights. Uh, Are you guys fans of it? There's fans of the film. It has its moments, but what do you guys think? First one's definitely better, I'd say. Oh, of course, as an overall movie, yeah. Yeah. And uh, when I was going through the Jackie Chan filmography last week, Shanghai Dawn oh, yeah. is of on the list. Oh. So uh, Wait, yeah. what list? Jackie Chan. Wait. Is IMDb. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> if they're ever going to make that, let's rush hour four. Let's zoom in on Eric's pain. <laughs> <laughs> you get, oh, do it again. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Eric does not approve. Yeah, Shanghai Dawn, Jesus Christ. Well, anyway, so, yeah, Hero, great. Shanghai Knights, no. Uh, Love on the Rocks, 2004. Anybody, you know what that is? Anybody know what that is? have not seen that. Yeah, one. I saw it. <laughs> it's a it's a, it's a romantic comedy, because I I'm like out. my romantic comedies, but it's... it's a man uh, breaks up with his girlfriend and seeks some assistance from a love therapist. It's a real kind of cheesy rom-com. Um, it was directed by... Oh, no, wait. Yeah, it was directed by Dante Lam, of all people. This movie what? was directed by Dante what? Lam. Wow. Yes. Yes. Love on the Rocks, uh, directed by Dante Lam, one of the best action thriller directors around. Wow. And, um, yeah, Louis Coo's in it as well. Um, and Donnie, Donnie has like a, a cameo role, and he's play, plays the piano in this one. He gets like uh, it, it wasn't that bad for a rom com. It was it was right. cheesy, cheesy, decent cheese, harmless. From Dante Wong, yeah. What? And again, all right. So harmless, but okay. Love on the rocks. Yeah. All right, I got to hear what uh, Mister Eric has to say about this. <laughs> now I know, I know after. Blade, he went back to Hong Kong and said, fuck America, until he came back for Shanghai Nights. and uh, Or it may actually happen after Shanghai Nights, but uh, I know he's like, fuck it, I'm just going to go back and be a fire choreographer. And he did the fire choreography for Twins Effect. Now, now, now hear, hear, us, hear us out, people that are new here. People that are new. Okay, imagine a, a vampire martial arts action comedy. Okay? But... You have Britney Spears versus Christina Aguilera in it, and they're doing Donnie Yen type of choreography. <laughs> I just want to put that in perspective because the two the two girls there's they're pop stars, but just put that in perspective. They're doing Donnie Yen type of choreography, and I believe Donnie Yen won like best choreographer for the yeah. awards that year, and then his you know reputation. Like got bigger and better, and he, he started just doing fire choreography for a while before he got his big big chance to shine, which we'll get to later. But uh, I heard nothing but horrible things about the Twins Effect Two, and the only reason I was interested in it is because I think I might have this on DVD, but I never watched it. <laughs> but the only reason I wanted to check it out was because we get a rematch between Donnie Yen and, and Jet Li, and I remember be, I remember oh, parts of that fight. I mean, that parts of that fight being okay, but I remember a lot of CGI special effects were involved and, like, powers. And I'm like, I want to see them go at it. Like, go at it. So, 
Eric, did I miss out on Twins Effect 2? Well, I, I will admit that I actually very much enjoy Twins Effect. Okay, okay. <laughs> I'll just this say that much. Yeah. It, because the, the final fight, it, you're just like, wait, is this really happening? And it, it's <laughs> it's legit good. Uh, so yeah. Twins Effect 2, I was excited for. Okay. I actually, and I actually, I ordered it off of Yes Asia, and uh, it arrived on Christmas freaking day. <laughs> Did you get it for a dollar? No, no. But the thing I didn't understand at the time was that um, they hold, they, they re- retooled the whole sequel mm-hmm. because China. And okay. China doesn't like vampires. That's what I heard. So they, if they wanted to do the sequel and they, were mar- they wanted to market it, because the first one made money, but they wanted to market it more towards the mainland audience, I think. And because they had vampires, they couldn't make a vampire sequel. So they just made this unrelated movie that has nothing to do with the first film. So it's set in like the past, and it's just it's super. It's like one of the cheesiest <laughs> films you will ever see in your life. But I can sit through it. It's trash, though. It's a trash film. I can sit through. It. There's a lot of like bright colors and like real cheesy stuff and but music. Is it good and stuff. trash. Yeah, you you have, have, I don't think you would like it. Okay. You have J.C. Chan's first role in this. Yeah. J.C. Chan trying to act oh, while no. his yeah. father and him oh, no. fight. Oh no! Yeah, yeah, yeah. You would not like it. I'm just telling you right now. And the fight between uh, Donnie and Jackie, it's not like bad. It's okay, but it's yeah. not what you want to see between those two guys. It's a okay. lot. Of, you know, it's the best thing in the movie, though, right? Probably. Okay. It's a bit longer than what we expected from Shanghai Nights, but it's marginally a bit better. Marginally, but okay. again, the CGI with the weapons and everything else was like. Yeah. But I'd say watch the first Twins Effect. Um, I, you know, it, there's there's some cheesy romantic comedy stuff in it too, yeah. which you won't like. But the, the fights, I I, I, seen I enjoyed it. I seen it. it before. Oh, oh, yeah, okay. I seen it before. Oh, okay. I thought it was goofy fun, and your and uh, your boy okay. Ekin Chang was in it. <laughs> your favorite actor of all time um but uh yeah i remember being goofy but i just wanted to put that in perspective for new newbies that are here that it's literally two pop stars doing donnie anti-fight choreography so just hey anything goes in, over there man like hey they can do it with andy lau he's like does everything right yeah andy lau does everything singing dancing hosting Martial fighting arts. you know i I, I will say this: this or the first Twins effect and so close were the films that inspired me to go back and watch all of the Girls with Guns stuff. Nice. Oh, I love so close. Oh my god, so close! I remember watching the first first time, and I was like, "Hey," I was like, <laughs> I was like "Oh, this is, this is cheesy fun." No, and then the like, last, no, the last like, fight happens. I'm like, "Holy crap! This is I really was like, good." Because you know, everybody because you know the main chick is gorgeous, right? You know, Karen yeah. Mock. Yeah, Karen, Karen Mock and Jawe. Jawe. Yeah. Karen yeah. Mock's got the best butt out of all three, but <laughs> she's a talented actress as well. <laughs> but uh, you know, gorgeous, the girl from Gorgeous, right? She's like yes. probably the most popular and you know. Mm-hmm. Dude, I was checking out Shaolin Soccer Chick, bro. Yeah. I was like, whoa, when did she get hotter? What the hell oh, happened? Yeah. What's her name? Shao Wei. Yeah, and at the end... They have she's this... mega rich. Mm-hmm. She's mega like, rich. Super, she's like more popular than the other two now, right? Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure her version of Mulan is better than the <laughs> shit that uh, came out from Disney. It's better. Yeah. It's Well, actually, I didn't see better. the Disney one, so I can't say that, but... 
It's not a great film, but it it was watchable. Okay. But yeah, that fight scene at the end with uh, Shoji Karata, man, I was like, this is fucking legit. Because at first it's like, oh, it's a Charlie's Angels type ripoff or whatever. That fight scene at the end, that is like legit. But yeah, I I don't remember hating uh, Vampire Effect. I remember. Oh, did you see Vampire Effect or Twins Effect? They're two different cuts. Oh no, I don't know. Twins Effect has more fights. I think I saw Vampire Effect because that's how it was released here. That's how it was released here in America. Yeah. (gasps) Oh wait, somebody got you Twins Effect though on one of your videos. It was the sick. It was the second one. That's what I'm saying. No, you got the first one too. Did I? You got the (gasps) first one too. You're right. So you can watch. Oh shit! I got the real version. Yeah, Yeah, I remember. You know it's bad when I have so many fucking movies that my friends (laughs) 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 they have to remind me what I have. I'll be calling up sexy. I'll be in Best Buy. I'll be calling up sexy Zuma. Hey man, did I have this movie? (laughs) What are you calling me for, man? Well, I got like five billion movies for fuck's sake. All right. Well, cool. Well, then I'll, I'm definitely going to check it out. I'm definitely going to check that out, though. Cool. All right. All right. Now, I'm probably going to get a lot of flack for this. I want to rewatch it. I want to revisit it. i only seen it once, and there was something about it that really disappointed me, but I want to give it another shot. I think if I watch it again, I'll like it. 2005 Seven Swords. I don't know, man. Just with that cast and that director, I had I, I had high expectations, and I was kind of like, "This is okay." The only thing I remember is the the fight with Donnie Yen versus the other dude in like the like the hallway or something like that. Yeah, that was the best part of the movie. That's the only thing I remember. I don't remember mm-hmm. anything else. So I know there's a, there's a huge fan base for Seven Swords. I want to. Re- I have the DVD. I want to rewatch it. Uh, what do you, What are your thoughts on it? I want to give another shot. What do you think? Definitely, like, I haven't rewatched it in a while because it's always on TV on the one Chinese movie channel that's downstairs. Yeah. But I definitely, like, watch it here and there and just remember, like, can't believe this is Lao Kao Lung's final film, too. And I was like, and he did pretty good in it. But other than that, like... It's not horrible. It's not a bad movie, by all means. And it's just drags. I know it goes, like, from each, like, three different perspectives, especially when... What was it? Uh, Donnie Yen is with that Korean girl, I believe. The Korean um, like concubine. And it's just like this weird moment where it just goes into this lull. Then we go into the action. And it's just... Then they try to make a sequel... Set it up for a sequel that we'll never see. Right. But other than that, like... So, Eric, was it just not enough action? What, what's wrong with it? Unless you love it. Did you like the movie? I moderately enjoyed it. Okay. Uh, it's two and a half hours long. They could have cut it down to under two hours. Okay. And that would have helped. Okay. Uh, and then the, the choreography was like, it, they had some bizarre weapons and props that I liked. Yeah. But the choreography was like a little on like the slow side, if that yeah. makes any sense. Like yeah. it was slower and not, um, not like intricate maybe, but it had some cool props and weapons in it. So okay. that maybe that's why. Uh, I didn't give it like a higher rating, but I only saw it once, like okay. you know, fifteen years ago. All right, everybody in chat is telling me to give it another shot, so I'll check it out again, guys. I'll give it another shot, but it didn't help that I watched this not too long after a diagram pole fighter. Ooh, yeah. <laughs> so I was just like, well, my mind, my brain is melted from the awesomeness that I just watched. All right, ooh, what's the Seven Swords? 
<sighs> but I'll give another shot for you guys. For the Movie Dojo Army, I'll give it another shot. Still, still, Donnie Yen is not in puke. You know what I mean? He's not in Shanghai Nights. He's in this. Mm-hmm. So, you know. Now, woo, doggy. Woo, woo. This didn't make, this didn't, I'm so excited it turned me Texas. Texan. <laughs> I know. <laughs> woo Kill Zone 2005, son, SPL. Yo. Woo. I got to tell the story really quick. I'll make it really fast. So, I did not know, for those of you who have not heard this story before, I did not know that uh, there were friendly for family pictures, edits for, for movies. I did not know this was a thing. Okay, so my buddy got like a bootleg of of SPL. You got to watch this. We watched it. I love the score of this music. Uh, Wilson Yip killed it. I love the music. I love Sammo Hung being fucking gangster up in here. I think one of my favorite scenes in this movie is when Sammo Hung's just looking at, (laughs) just looking, just sitting down, looking at the dude blowing the cigar. He just look. You that uh, you can't. I can't. I can't even. I can't even act like that. I can't even do it. Like, Samuel Hung is, 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 is awesome. So, like, I mean, he he threw a knife, you know, what you call Donnie threw a knife at Samo. Samo kicked it. I'm like, I don't care if it was CGI knife. It was, it was filmed so perfectly. It was fucking so awesome. The fight between him and Jackie Wu, that was my introduction to Jackie Wu. Mm-hmm. And then I went off and watched Fatal Content and all that stuff. And that was like, this is one of the greatest fight scenes I've ever seen in my entire life. I can't, I can't, you know. And, of course, we talked about it before here on the channel, how this was Donnie Yen's challenge to Tony Job. Like, hey, 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 Hong Kong still got it. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like, we still got it, you know. So I love that because competition is good. But we did not know about the, it's a picture ending. We didn't know anything about that. So something felt odd. Soon as Samuel throw I mean soon as Donnie Yen throws Samuel on the thing. Oh, Donnie Yen for the first time showing us some MMA type stuff. Yeah. Double leg takedowns, some judo throws, some jujitsu, a little bit of ground and pound. We were like, whoa, what's going on? I think even Donnie Yen described it at the time the Hong Kong audience were like, what is this? Like they weren't used to it yet. Now they're used to it. But um Basically, we were blown away by the film, but as soon as he slams Sammo, there's going to be spoilers here. As soon as he slam, slams Sammo, he, he takes a, he pours some for the homies. <clears throat> Donnie and pours some for the homies, and he takes a drink. And then it ends there, and then it cuts to, Sam, to Simon Yam's character. We love Simon Yam. On the beach with the little girl, and they're playing and having fun, and then it went to credits. And we were all like, well, that felt weird. That kind of felt odd. And we were kind of like, all right, well, I guess this is how it ended. Still love the movie. That was awesome. The ending was a little, little bit too sweet, but that's fine. Yeah. We had absolutely no idea when we bought the Dragon Dynasty release of Killzone. It was the real version. We popped it in, and we get to that fight scene at the end. And uh, out of nowhere, we pour some from the homies. Samo gets up, throws Donnie in out of the fucking building through the glass. We were like, I was grabbing Lady Fabla. She did a reaction. We did a reaction back then. I was grabbing Lady Fabla, and I was like, oh, my God, what's happening? Flies out of the building. Donnie and falls down to his death on top of the car where Samuel Hung's wife and child was in. And then Samuel Hung, so they're dead. 
And then Samuel Hung is like in shock of what's happening. And then you have the slow, the slow, dramatic camera pullback of Samuel sitting there crying, his eyes out, bawling. And then it cuts to Simon Yam, who had a condition. And he's on the on the beach with the girl playing, and all of a sudden he dies and just slumps down there on the, on the beach. And we're sitting here like, what, what the fuck is happening? What, what version? Oh my god, we were we lost our fucking minds. We were, just imagine we didn't know this was happening. We didn't know this was gonna come. You already saw the film. Yeah, we, yeah, we we, just, we didn't know. This is insane, dude. It's like watching Scarface for the first time, and at the end he gets he away get or something. Like he, he get gets up out of the water and drives away in his car. That was that was like my reaction. To huh? like the first twenty minutes of Return of the Jedi, the specialized <laughs> had no idea it was coming. I saw that I team like, what the freaking heck is it? Oh my god, it blew our minds. Like we were like, we had to take a breath. We were like, did that just happen? And then we talked to my buddy who got the bootleg. He was like, yeah, sometimes that happens. They have like edited for family versions out there. I was like, oh my god, Jesus Christ! We almost had a heart attack, but because of the type of ending it had. It was fucking. That's ballsy. Yeah, that is a ballsy ending, and we love the movie even more for that because we thought something was a little bit too sweet, a little bit odd here. You know what I mean? Yeah. Holy shit! What an experience with Killzone, man. I I love it. It's on my top five Donnie Yen movies. Uh, it might even be top three at this point. I love it. Uh, I can watch it all the time. Uh, Kyle, Killzone. It was okay. No, I'm kidding. Um, exactly like how like the raid. Right? It's all right, right? right? But no, it's exactly like I saw that version uh, first because my cousin like did. Yeah, my cousin had it, and he's like, "You gotta watch SPL." After on back, he was like, "You gotta watch SPL." I was like, "That's fine." Then I'm watching it. Like, it it starts off very slow, and I'm just sitting there. I was like, "Oh, it's not yet." No, and then Donnie Yen shows up. I'm like, "Donnie Yen's in here." And then next thing I'm watching, I'm watching first fight scene happens. I'm like, "Okay, they have a little tussle." Interesting, and then the fight with Wu Jing happens. I'm like, <laughs> you're like a little kid in a candy store. <laughs> <laughs> and then seeing the Samo Hung versus Don Yen fight, I'm like, oh my god, he made Samo Hung look fucking great in that oh, whole yeah. fight scene. Like, yeah. again, incorporating MMA like takedowns and the style of like grappling and everything else into martial arts <laughs> in a kung fu movie and a Hong Kong film set. Never back down, can never touch that. No other <laughs> films can touch that right now. Fuck, fuck other Hollywood films that could touch that. No, not even close. <laughs> Donnie Yen did it right in SPL, and we will get to it sooner. <laughs> um, but after seeing that version, I was like, okay. And then finding out there, like, the actual version, I'm like, damn, this movie is my number one. Like, it, the cinematography is very simple. The storyline is basically simple. Everything just looks beautiful in it. So, yeah. It's just a small premise compared to fucking SPL two, which is all happy and go lucky. But SPL one is the best for me. Yeah, it's not oh. my number one film. Nice number one film. Period. I love it. Yeah. Fucking all right, late fat blood fan. I just told him our story. Uh, yeah, our kill zone story. I just told him. Uh, Trado says I need to do uh, stand up. <laughs> <laughs> I would probably fail at that trade-off, but yeah, thanks. As long as I can, as long as Sam, I can make you guys laugh. Uh, Eric, 
Killzone, my friend. Yeah, this movie made me a Donnie Yen fan. There it is. Up to this point, I, I had only seen maybe Iron Monkey and like I don't know, maybe I don't think much else other than his American stuff, like Blade and stuff like that. But uh, yeah, this one, you know, the finale of Twins Effect had some MMA moves in it. Uh, for anybody who's interested right, no, in I seeing really it, gotta, I gotta, that's I gotta, how much I, I barely remember that. Yeah, there's some MMA moves in Twins Effect at the end. Uh, but yeah, the thing that I really like about this flick is how it builds to that alley fight. Yes. Yeah. Because the whole film you're going through, you're like, all right, all right, you know, some good stuff, all right. And then Dude gets clipped. Another protagonist gets clipped. Another one gets clipped. And then Simon Yang gets taken. And this is Donnie's is the only one freaking left. And like it, things go so bad. It's like a dude backed up against the wall. It's like he's just got to do it himself. <laughs> And when he walks, they get the music going. He walks oh, into the yeah, alley. Yeah. I was that, I was standing in front of my TV. That Donnie Yen walk, dude. I was like, <laughs> I'm like, come on. I was like, why? I was really into this movie when that that fight happened, and then when it went down, it was just. It's still one of the most exciting one on one fights of all time. Yeah. Of all time. So yeah, I mean that's uh, yeah. This film is just great. I really enjoy it. Is there is there a way to get the soundtrack, or that's like impossible request? It's... So far, there's only like two tracks on YouTube, and that's it. That's yeah, there there are a few Hong Kong soundtracks I really yeah. want bad, but they they're, they're not uh, they're just not around some of them. Yeah. And I love you know one of the best things about that alley fight that Eric pointed out in the past was you have this beautiful crisp fight choreography, and then there's moments where they're just going at it. Yeah, like it's like it there's it looks real, like they're just going at it. Ooh, what is this? Oh. <gasps> I have the best wife ever. She just made me. She just made me buy. She just made me iced coffee. Thank you, dear. Nice. Thank you. Thank you, my lovely. <laughs> ah. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, and I, I watched the special features. Was that the same special features that's on the DVD, uh, Kyle? Yes. Where Jack, where Jackie Wu is explaining, like, yeah, Don Yen wanted to make parts of this fight look realistic, so he just told me to just come at him. Yeah. <laughs> and you see Jackie Wu's like, he's like nervous. He's like, I don't like this. Yeah. Uh, things yeah. could go wrong. Even if it's a prop knife. Yeah. Things could still go wrong. But he was nervous, but he's like, well, I got to do it, right? Yeah. Ph- phenomenal. Five stars. And if anybody out there that doesn't like Killzone. <laughs> this go. is a movie. When I used, when I used to go. travel for work. I would bring a little set of DVDs and just play the action scenes on the plane flight. And I would always play this one. And uh, there would always be some dude. It's like, dude, what movie is that? And I'm like, it's Killzone, baby. <laughs> Let's have America re-release it here so that people in the theater could be like, man, what brand new movie is this? And then we could turn around and go, this came out in 2005. <laughs> we'd be snobs. Starring Lou Diamond Phillips. Yeah, Lou Diamond Phillips in it, right? Uh, but yeah, Killzone. I mean, we could literally stop here. Yeah. I mean, it, 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 Killzone is phenomenal. But you know what? I know. I know, Kyle. You pointed out Donnie and looks is trying to look cool in this next movie. He's trying a little bit too hard to look cool oh, and look baby. young. I know. <laughs> but in terms of a of a live action Hong Kong comic book movie, there's some good fighting in Dragon Tiger Gate 2006. What do you guys think, Kyle? I remember, like, Eric, that I became a fan after SPL, and I want to see Dragon Tiger Gate. 
and I remember like the the restaurant fight scene. Yeah. But, and he just shows up with that fucking hair. <laughs> and I was just like remembering the South Park goth kids going like Love is pain, man. And then does a salute like that. And I was just like, God damn, God damn. But at the same time, I'm like, you know what? I can forgive the hair, your evilness, because you're doing all the fight scenes. So great. But at the same time, I'm just like, man, how can you see the fight now? How can you see your fight now? I just can't do this. That's all I remember now. Oh my god! So much, but the fights are great. Nicholas Dude. Say and and Sean Yu do do their best about it. And that's when the first time I found out recently that his protege was the was the villain. But other than that, yeah, Donnie's hair. Who was the villain? His vil- the villain was his protege that you see in almost every film now since um Is that somebody we know? Who uh, what's uh like Yu Kang? Yeah, it's he plays that when we get to it, he plays uh, one of the killers in like Usia and then hmm. in Special ID and okay. in Big Brother also when we get to it. Okay. Okay. But uh it's got some good fights. It's got some fun stuff. In oh, there. that's cheesy fun, baby. Oh, yeah. And it has one of the most one-sided freaking final fights. <laughs> yeah. Does Donnie Yen get hit one time? during? The- he I just don't owns remember. this freaking dude. <laughs> just he just owns him. It's, it's the ground. I mean, I laugh when I watch this. And actually, this is the first time I'm like, hey, you know, this Nicholas J guy can do action. Because he's mm-hmm. he's good at, at action movies. Yeah. So, that, you know, it's another reason to watch it. But it's very cheesy. Yeah. I think Rick Myers said, I think I was actually at the Comic-Con Kung Fu Extravaganza, which is tomorrow, don't, don't miss that. But I think I was there, and Rick showed fight scenes from, he ended it with Dragon Tiger Gate. And um, I, I think I remember Rick saying that Nicholas never really kicked, mm-hmm. so Donnie and trained him. And the other guy didn't know how to use nunchucks. Yeah. And Donnie and trained him, so that's fucking impressive. You know, because I, Donnie ain't can train me how to kick. It ain't gonna happen. It's not gonna happen. I, I can't even lift my leg up like right here. That you know, samurai old. <laughs> it's not gonna happen. Um, but yeah, it's it's fun. It de- definitely got cheesy. I didn't care about the love interest. You got old Yuen Wa up in here, yeah. the legend, bro, the legend. I love that guy, man. That guy's awesome. Um. Oh, we do have a uh, butterfly and sword fan. There you go. I'm I'm definitely gonna rewatch it again. Uh, Donnie M was OP in this one, yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's what they're saying in Dragon Tiger Gate. He was uh, beyond level nine thousand. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's fun. It's still quality. There's still good stuff there. Uh, do you feel the opening fight was the best fight in the movie? I like the end fight quite a bit too. It was. I like. I definitely like the what's it called? The, that was a banger opener. Yeah, the way in the sushi, like when they're taking all three of them are just introducing each other themselves to each other. That fight is good, but definitely the final fight, as one size it is, still has some good moments in it. You get some two on one action. Yeah, yeah, that they set a Guinness Book of World Records for that uh, oh, boxing yeah. thing too. Yeah, the punching bag was the pun- like... biggest punching bag of all time, I guess. Oh, yeah. that's hilarious! <laughs> I forgot about that. The villain. That's fucking hilarious. We got another winner here. So Donnie N is on a roll right now. Flashpoint, Dragon Tiger Gate, and especially with this one, 
And similar, similarly to uh, Killzone, there's really not a lot of fighting in it. It's mostly at the end. But this movie, a lot of Donnie Yen uh, fans consider this his best one-on-one fight scene, which is debatable because there's so many good ones out there. Yeah. But Flashpoint, man, another really good, you know, great, almost a kind of a return to the Tiger Cage days, you think, Eric? Mm-hmm. The police, you know, cop thriller with a little bit of martial arts here and there. But yeah, Flashpoint, his fight, I think he, did he break his ribs with that fight against Colin Chow at the end? That's what I heard. I heard Donnie and broke a rib, man. Because they were going at it. I heard that his knees were giving out too. That's why he was like doing the slight hop here and there. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. Phenomenal fight. Yeah. And we really going straight MMA, you know, mm-hmm. and I, you know, with the jujitsu and all that, but the rear naked choke and all that. But what was crazy was, um, Donnie Ann brought up a good point. I watched the special features and he said, why watch MMA on the screen when you can watch it in real life? Yeah. So he said it's extremely difficult to make MMA look entertaining in a modern day action flick. So that's, he says, that's what is really hard, but he wanted to achieve that and make an exciting fight where he splices in MMA there. And it's, it's, it's interesting because he's got a point, right? Like, why watch this so we can just watch real MMA, right? But he wants to make it exciting. So obviously it took a long time, I'm sure, to choreograph that fight with him and Colin Chow. And when you see Colin Chow in this fight, He's like, this guy was so fucking wasted in the Matrix trilogy, dude. Uh, yeah. Jesus Christ. Well, throughout most of his career, really. He should have yeah. been big time. And I don't know if you guys know this. There's like two versions of the final fight. Oh, no. So What's the you other get, version? So you guys know that there's a version where Don Yen gets up and then he just tells Colin Cho, but let's go at it. There's this version that's on YouTube somewhere where if you remember that Colin Cho and his brothers were taking care of their mother, where she's suffering from Alzheimer's. It finally, and in between the fight, they're just getting up after they just fell, and they just sit across from each other for like a minute. And Colin Cho's mother just passes by him, and he's like, Mom, what are you doing here? And she immediately succumbs to Alzheimer's and says, Where I lost my sons, can you find them? And oh. What and the... immediately Colin Cho just starts crying. And they go she goes over to Diane and asks him the same thing. And then she starts walking off. And it's this time Colin Chow just looks at Diane and then tells him, All right, let's do this. Literally changing the narrative fight in a way. And I was like, Okay, that is really well done. Whoa. And I actually have that bought the, had a friend that went to China and bought that version. Interesting. <laughs> That's a totally different flow. Do you think yeah. they cut that because they wanted to just, just get to the fight? I I'm not sure because like that it's like the the SPL thing. Like the, honestly, they want the good guy to win, but this time it's like I don't know how they really took that away. But that one's really different to find out exactly. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. So uh, that version is very emotional just to show like Colin Cho has this very different side to him. Like, yeah, okay, I literally have nothing left. So let's right. go at it. And it's really interesting to see wow. that dynamic. And Eric, add- did you know that? No. Interesting. Eric, what do you think of Flashpoint? Oh, it's awesome. 
It's a lot of fun. That's this one. I mean, you go through and uh, my boy Louis Koo. This is when Louis Koo started to take over a little bit. Yeah. You know, he start you start seeing more and more. I really like him. I do like the the sniper fight. You know what I mean? In the, in the high grass, that's pretty sweet. Yeah. Um. One of the things. One one of the things I always laugh at is before the. Uh, I think it was before the restaurant fight when Donnie just picks the dude up and throws him against the guardrail. Yeah. It just looks so it just looks so painful. And really that was funny. And but, the German uh, suplex he does on the other guy later. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, this movie's just a lot of uh, it's just, you know, the, the that final fight, I remember the first time I saw it, it just kept going. And it has different I like fights that have different stages. Mm-hmm. So yeah, and oh, and in this one, this ain't a one-sided fight. Donnie's character yeah. gets beat up pretty yeah. good. Yeah, like. yeah, he gets fucked up. He's blood coming out. He's like yeah. barely standing up to box. And it's, it's I great. Forgot to mention that John Salvini and Kenji Tanagaki was part of his action team, so that's why like most of the MMA and jujitsu stuff was from uh, John Salvini learning it and implementing it in the choreography. Oh shit. There. Awesome. And I think right after this, Kenji Tanagaki actually ended up like doing more Japanese films, even more better with the action genre, which is why Rona Kenshin is actually better. And to lack of a better term, we'll see what Snake Eyes has in store. Yeah, that's this weekend. Yeah. Samurai's going to do what he can, guys. I'm going to do what I can to see it and review it for you guys. So. <laughs> I will not fail. I'll do my best to not fail. Uh, but uh, hopefully it's hopefully that's a solid flick. But yeah, Kill Zone, Dragon Tiger Gate, Flashpoint, like he is just the king uh, right now. Oh my god. Uh, just the very next year. Are you fucking kidding me, bro? It man is the very next year. Yep. <laughs> but before that, there's two movies he made. One of them I saw once and I remember it being okay. I like. I remember liking his fight scene, but that's all I remember from the movie. It's called An Empress and the Warriors. Have you seen that? I've seen it. Was that another it, Mulan movie? No. It like Kelly Chen from Infernal Affairs plays like this empress who I believe she gives up wanting to fight and wants to live a romantic life with um with Leon Lai, and then next thing you know, Diane, her faithful soldier, just comes back and. To bring her back into the war and Diane again, just like literally against a hundred other soldiers saying, Come at me, bro. <laughs> literally come Dude, at me. That was Shaw Brothers ending. Yeah. That was like, I'm taking on the whole army alone. <laughs> I know I'm not gonna make it. Fuck it. That's the only thing I remember. Yeah. That's the like, I don't even remember the damn plot. I'm all like, is this another Mulan movie? <laughs> <laughs> uh but yeah, that's all I remember really. Uh Eric? Yeah, you probably don't remember the plot because my notes say it was inadequately written in almost every respect. There you go. <laughs> so maybe that's why you didn't. I, I kind of remember the final fight being a little bit disappointing for some reason okay. in terms of the action choreography, in my opinion. Yeah. I'm not sure why, but uh, but there's positives to it. You know, the, uh, the cinematography is nice. There are a few good fight scenes. There's like a romantic middle section that I thought was was pretty good, actually. So it... Overall, it's kind of like watchable fluff for me, but it's not terrible. Right. Okay. Okay. Uh, painted skin. No, that's an that's the next one. I have not seen that. Anyone seen that? I have that one. Is that a drama? It is a horror kind of type drama thriller because horror. like, and I know Eric will 
step in, but I do have one of the books that it's basically based off like this Chinese folklore stuff. Okay. So uh, here, let me zoom in on that one. Oh. Chinese strange stories from a Chinese studio. There's like two volumes of these. So All right, definitely cool. that. So it's from that. It's from that. It's based on one of those folklores about like I think one one soldier brings back a woman that's actually a demon, and then Diane plays like a former soldier. I really can't remember that well. I even have it, but did you like, like the a, movie? Or you were no. just meh? It was, it was just meh, honestly. It's wasn't just a terrible. Meh. No. All right, Eric. Yeah, I, I enjoy all three of these. There's this one, there was a sequel to this one, and there was one from like the early 90s. And uh, my arguably my favorite actress of all time is in this, Zhou Xun, who's a Chinese actress. Uh, mm. So I, my note says a, a wife played by Zhao Wei, who returns here, mm. tries to stop a fox spirit played by Zhou Xun from seducing her husband while a warrior played by Donnie Yen attempts to stop the murdering demon. So I feel like this one, it, it it's nicely shot, but it's not as fancy schmancy as like uh, maybe the Zhang Yimou films. I, I did like the uh, the conflict and the, the characters to this story. Okay. And so there's some multidimensionality to it. It's just kind of, uh, I like these kind of fantasy kind of, I don't know, kind of a romance drama action type hybrids. And well, I'm well, huge fans of both the actresses. So that, that well, definitely helped. What was the uh, the one in the nineties you said? There was one from nineteen ninety three called Painted Skin. Okay. Uh that was oh. pretty good. But I like these more recent ones better than that one actually. So your favorite actress is what now? Who? Zoshun. Z H O U X U N. Okay. I'm looking at it right now. Hold on. Yeah, she's just phenomenal. I love her. Compared to Chatway. <laughs> yeah, I like both of them. Yeah, right. Favorite actress of all time, huh? That's Possibly. Awesome. And uh, in, 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 in typical Eric fashion, she's quite fetching. Yes. <laughs> and we get a little... Uh, oh, the, and the sequel's really interesting because they change up the story a little bit yeah. and we get a little uh, a little naughty time, too, in that one. Wait, I think, I think I've I seen the sequel. I think Maybe. I've seen it. I, I liked it. Yeah. It's, yeah it's, I remember, they're they're I pretty neat. It. I liked it. It kind of had a little bit of that Chinese ghost story vibe yeah. to it. Yeah, a little I like bit. those movies. I like all three of those movies. All right, so painted skin was okay. Yeah. All right, Yip Man. Now, now, th- th- was this the film? Obviously, Donnie Yen is on fire. He's just like killing it right now. Was it Yip Man, two thousand eight? Was this the one that made him? He is the god. He is the god. Yeah, I I would say so because and I, he's kind of surpassed Jet Li now in terms of like Jet Li not really being active, yeah. and now it's his time. Yeah, uh, I am control of every. I am like I am the god. Like seriously, yeah. go ahead, Kyle. I and I remember I seriously thought this was going to be like a fearless knockoff in a sense originally. Originally, I thought that because of how they marketed, but I remember seeing it like him. Researching it, even training with um, um, Yip Man Sun Yip Chun at the time, and even learning Wing Chun for the role. And I'm like, okay, there we go. And even hearing about all the other things, like with Wong Kar Wai's version and everything else, which came out like finally at 2012. 
but no, I remember just watching this one and I was just like, okay, he's actually flexing as much of his acting in this film and just remembering like all the t- him against 10 black belts. That is always going to be the iconic scene that we always knew that would happen. And, and just how he carried the film as Yitman that you knew that was going to be kickstarting something else. Yeah. And, you know, it's just everything, just like Killzone, music, soundtrack, everything I like. I mean, it's just, it's just phenomenal. I remember a buddy of mine, he had another buddy, <laughs> he was like, dude, you got to watch this movie, IP Man, son. That's how he said it. IP Man, Preston. IP Man, son. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> what are you talking about? All right, I'll check out IP Man. What the hell is this? Yeah, I, I wasn't prepared for the awesomeness, uh, but yeah, it's 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 five stars. It's one of my favorites of all time. Donnie in top five, n- no question. Eric, yeah, the thing I remember about this one is I was all at this point I was just like so excited to see every freaking Donnie N movie that came out, and when this one came out, I kind of legitimized him as an actor martial artist because. Hey. Some of his prior stuff, like Dragon Tiger, yeah, I would just laugh at this guy. <laughs> like this guy, yeah. this guy really acts, really. I mean, and uh, but then It Man came out, and I was like, dude, he fits the role perfectly as an actor too. So that I think that's probably what super, you know, elevated him. Yeah, it's it's just a great flick. Yeah, I mean, we've gushed about it too much on our, on the on the channel already, so we'll just move on. But it's phenomenal. Again, we could end it here. <laughs> We could end it here, but let's keep going. <laughs> all well, all well, ends well, 2009. He's a wedding guest. I guess we can keep moving on that one. Yep. Yeah. Uh, the Founding of a Republic. Yeah, That's I another think. compilation film. Yeah. Right? Okay. Uh, Bodyguards and Assassins. You know, I had Kung Lee on here. Mm-hmm. and uh, That's right. Check out that episode, guys, if you haven't missed it. I actually had Kung Lee, uh, MMA legend, on here, hanging out with Samurai, talking movies, and we got to talking about... Uh, excuse me, bodyguards and assassins. I remember, and I was honest. I was honest with Kung Lee. I said, "Dude, your your fight with Donnie Yen is the only fight I remember out of this entire movie. <laughs> like all the other fights were okay, very forgettable. Yeah. Uh, but Donnie Yen was getting his ass kicked when he mm-hmm. when he came across Kung Lee. But as soon as Kung Lee arrives, he's like just launching people in the crowd to get to Donnie Yen. It's phenomenal. Yeah. It's phenomenal. Now why now why are they doing uh, MMA type fighting in the period piece movie? I don't know. <laughs> I didn't ask any questions because I thought it was badass, so I didn't care. Uh, but that's really all I remember uh, with Bodyguards and Assassins is that fight. I enjoyed that fight, but that's it though. Uh, Donnie Yen didn't really have a big role. He had butted a, a horse cast. I know he got fucked up by the horse. <laughs> he had butted a horse in the film. All right, Kyle, what do you think of that? I just remembered me and a friend, we were like joking around, like, what is Donnie Yen going to do next? Like, because I remember in the one of the characters says, fight 10 guys, fight 100 guys. I was like, what is Donnie Yen going to do next? <laughs> and then he headbutts a horse in this fucking film, and the horse <laughs> disappears after that, after he dies. And I just remembered, like, this movie's weird, but yet, <laughs> historically, why would this one revolutionary get all these people to protect him? this guy but again this was like for the future of hong kong at the time yeah. and you just have everyone else but yeah it's an all right film it's yeah it's not like 
It's it's you can watch it. You'll be yeah. fine. It's no high voltage or cheetah on fire. Huh. Or Eric's favorite, Iron Monkey Two. Eric <laughs> I really like this one. I like it more than you guys. I think the uh well, I like screw like, you man. I'm like banning it. you from the chat. No, I'm just kidding. Go ahead. <laughs> I really like the I like the story, how it sets everything up. Obviously it maybe the cast helped out too. I mean you have Zhang Han Yu who's really good, Tony Lunka Fai, Fan Bing Bing before she got arrested for tax evasion, right? <laughs> yep. Uh Leon Lai, Nicholas Chase, Simon Lan- Yam. So maybe it was the cast that kept me in it. I thought the fights were good. It was kind of interesting, kind of ground uh well, some grounded fighting, mm-hmm. and then uh, the period uh, production values were good. So I, I like this one. I thought it was good. Nice. Yeah. I didn't hate it. I didn't hate it. <laughs> I'm all trying to catch up to Eric's status. I didn't hate it. <laughs> 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 but yeah, Kung, the Kung Lao fight definitely. Uh, excuse me, Kung Lee. Kung Lao. Kung Lao. What a joke. <laughs> Kung Lao. Kung Lee. All right, here we go. All right. Uh, this, I was so disappointed in this, and I'm, I'm sure I'm in the, I am in the minority here. Very disappointed in this. Uh, I saw the artwork, the posters. I was like, what? Donnie Yen in a movie called 14 Blades. And the, the movie opens up with all these fucking getting getting the 14 blades, getting the weapons. Donnie Yen's looking like a badass with the tattoos. Flexing. Flexing, right? And and I'm just like, oh, man, I can't wait to see Donnie Yen use or go up against the 14 blades. This looked like some Shaw Brothers stuff. What this, this, I, My expectations were so high. I was like, I can't wait to watch this. And it was okay. It was all right to me. I was just like, eh. I was kind of disappointed, to be honest. Because I'm like, where's the fighting? Like, what's happening? You know, where's the fighting? 14 Blades. You set it up. That's like watching Legendary Weapons of China. And at the end, the two, you know, the main hero and the main villain sit down and they have some tea. And then they wrap it up. You know, you talk about the weapons, but you didn't use it. You know, it, there's, it's not horrible. You can enjoy it. There are fans of this. I could say it's mildly entertaining for me, but I was disappointed, man. Donnie Yen looked like such a fucking badass. I couldn't wait to see him use all these weapons and let's go. And I was just like, well, all right, let's, let's, uh, he kills Mr. Shaw Brothers with a chicken bone. <laughs> I think that's what happened. Or he killed somebody else with a chicken bone. But I know he had a fight scene with Chin Quan Tai in the forest. Yeah. But he killed someone with a chicken bone. I think that's what happened, which is fine. Uh, but yeah. All right, Kyle, go ahead. I I was in Hong Kong when I actually bought the film. And I was just like sitting there watching it going, why is Don Yen carrying a giant Swiss Army knife? <laughs> Literally, Swiss Army knife. You have all these fucking knives in there. And he's just like, yep, here you go. <laughs> but just him and Zhao Wei acting together, I was like, <laughs> I, I, I did not believe it. So... I don't know. She, I, just, I remember liking her. Yeah. Uh, like her having an attitude towards him. Like she outacted him in this film. But quite, other than that, quite yeah. fetching. Yeah. Other than that, I got no more to say to that. I don't even know why I bought it back then. <laughs> All right, Eric. Eric, hey, we're loved talking. It. 
We're talking about Jawe a lot tonight. I like this discussion. <laughs> you should get her on the show. <laughs> I like this one more than you guys did again. It's, it's uh, cool. I it's think cool. Uh, actually, I think Kate Choi kind of steals the movie as like the the villain girl. She had a few good fights, but uh, yeah, I could see why you were disappointed in it though. They definitely could have upped the uh, the fourteen blade action in it and made a real badass flick. But I thought it was pretty neat. Um, yeah, that's basically all I have to say about it. Really, I thought it was it was a fun flick. There's still that level of quality we haven't gone to. The other movie, which we're going <clears> to <throat> to later, Kyle knows which one I'm talking about. Well, there's probably yeah, a few. You can watch it, and it <laughs> you can watch it, and you could be entertained by it. Like I wasn't offended. Like it was, it was all right. I was just so I wanted to see Donnie Yen do some shit, man, and yeah. he just kind of really just sat back, and <clears throat> chicken bone people. All right, here we go. All right, uh, it man two. It has begun. It man mania has started. Twenty ten. Uh, Hong Kong's answer to Rocky four. Uh, again, it's entertaining. Like all the Man sequels, they're entertaining. You get some good fights. They're fun to watch, but they're very forgettable. Um, and this is where I was kind of like, I liked it. I liked the scene with Samuel Hong getting, getting killed. You know, that was the Mm. Apollo Creed scene. You know, I, I liked it. I definitely enjoyed it. I love the, the fight on the table with all the old veterans. You had little man. Lo Mang and all that stuff. That was great. What's up, Omniblast? What's cracking? And uh, it's definitely entertaining, especially when, when Samo and Donnie go at it. Like, it's great. Definitely, I, I recommend it. I do. But it just was such Rocky Four. Like, it was like, like, Jesus Christ. Like, even, the, you know, the, the wife was pregnant. Like, <laughs> you know, it's just kind of like, oh, I don't know. You know, rest in peace, the the villain from the film. I forgot his name. Yeah. Fire. Yeah. Uh, that guy's a badass. I've always yeah. been a fan of that guy. Uh, but that, I think that was his biggest movie before he uh, uh, passed yeah. on. Uh, but um, who also was the main villain in Tai Chi 2 with uh, <laughs> Jackie Wu, his his debut movie. Uh, but yeah, it's entertaining. I recommend it if you want a good good old fashioned kung fu movie time. You'll you'll enjoy it. But definitely, it's a a, a step down for me from the first film. Mm-hmm. And uh, I'll pass it to Kyle. Like, so after I bought 14 Blades, I went and saw this in theaters <laughs> and, in Hong Kong. And oh, I just, shit. I remember watching it, and it was it was definitely mind-blowing at the time, but because during that fight scene between Twister and Samhong, the music and the sound, you felt the hits. Like in your seat, like I'm like, damn, did I just get hit? Ah, <laughs> stop it! And then, but I just remember watching the film and going like, it's going Rocky Four. It's got wow, it went Rocky Four, speech and all. <laughs> but like, there were so many good moments in in it, like the fish market fight. Both definitely the master's fight on the table was the highlight. But other than that, like this was a film that started off a decade. Uh, questionable Dottie and films. Yeah. Eric, your turn. <laughs> or the decade of It Man Mania, which is still yeah. going today. Yeah. It's yeah. still going. Yeah, I like this one. It uh, And actually, the final fight, the dude messes up Dottie pretty good, probably more than any other villain of the uh, whole franchise. What is his name? Uh, Darren Shalabi. Thank you. 
Thank you. Twister. Twister. Yeah, the the dialogue's kind of laughable at times. It's kind of a very cartoonish film. You kind of got to take it with a grain of salt and watch it for the action, but I liked it. What made me laugh was Darren... When he first showed up and they're doing the de- demonstrations, he beats up all the kung fu demonstrating <laughs> guys. And then he's all like. <laughs> <laughs> he's like totally being a dick. Yeah, that's some... a, you know, it's a good villain. I mean, you hate the guy, right? Yeah. You get that smug look on his face. Yeah. I was the only time in the movie, the only, well, the Samuel Hung scene, the Apollo Creed scene, that I got emotionally involved. It worked. Mm-hmm. I'm a sucker. And then later when they were like, no, 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 no kicks. I got yeah. mad, dude. Like, yeah. I actually, like, you motherfucker. They're like, yeah. Donnie Yen's fight gets a kick on him. They're like, no, 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 no kicks. I was like, oh, you bastards. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah, it's entertaining. Definitely entertaining. But it is the, you could say the beginning of the end, but we'll, 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 we'll let's keep it going. Let's keep it cracking. All right. I can't wait to hear what you guys have to say about this next one. <laughs> Legend of the Fiast. The return of Chen Zen. The return of Chen Zen playing Kato. Uh, I didn't know. I didn't know there was a Green Hornet crossover. Did, did you know that? You know, when I saw the trailer for this, I lost my shit. I was like, "This looks fucking phenomenal." You know, Donnie is back playing Bruce Lee again. He's in the dojo, surrounded by Japanese dudes. It just looked, in terms of trailer, it looks badass. Like I wanted a. Hold on. Keep go. Keep talking. You, yeah. I'll talk about it. I'll be right back. Okay, so definitely, I remember um, watching a trailer for this, and I thought the, the dojo fights were flashback scenes originally, <laughs> but this was basically Don Yen taking over everyone. Just like you know what, I'm overpowered. I'm going after everyone, <laughs> and I'm just like, <clears throat> can anyone stop him? <laughs> because in the first, in the first. Like, see, he just parkours it and kills like German soldiers. World War II would end because of Donnie Yen. With a knife. With a knife. With fucking two he knives. is the god. He is the god. <laughs> so just to just to have something Donnie Yen in the house, uh, you know, it's not like we could just go. Hey, I'm gonna go down into Hot Topic or Spencer's and get a Donnie Yen poster, right? Yeah. So I found this website and they sold. A poster. This is before I watched the movie. So I actually have movie advertisement for <laughs> Legend of Jen, Jen Zen of the Fist of the, of the Green Hornet. Kato style. So this is my Donnie. It's the only thing Donnie and I have. I don't mind hanging this up somewhere because it's Donnie N. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but I was disappointed after I watched the film. I... You know, all the Bruce Lee stuff at the end, I I thought he actually could do better. I was actually kind of disappointed, really. I mean, it was it's fun to watch. But I was just kind of disappointed. I thought I thought it was kind of mediocre when he especially the last one-on-one fight. Yeah. That was very kind of just okay, let's wrap it up. Yeah. It's time yeah. to end the movie. Mhm. And, you know, the 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 stopping World War II, as, as Kyle was saying, uh I have to admit that opening crazy, insane action sequence where he's fucking the dudes up with the dagger, that's the best fight in the movie. Oh, yeah. Oh, that's yeah. That's better than the whole entire let's just do Fist of Fury again Yeah. at the end of the movie where he's fighting 100 dudes. And so that, like, when I was watching it, I was like, oh, my God, this movie's going to be epic. That opening action sequence was insane. And then everything else was like, it's fine. 
Like the fighting's fine. That was a fun little fight scene here and there, and the fighting at the end was was fun. But in terms of being, you know, kind of disappointed, uh, I kind well, I kind of was, you know, especially after me being so hyped from the trailer. So it kind of felt forgettable, really. Uh, Eric. Yeah, I like Donnie's peel off mustache in this movie. That was <laughs> that's a, one of the best parts of the movie. I did laugh a lot watching this one. I laughed a lot watching it. There was some cheesy stuff. But yeah, the uh the opening scene's best scene of the film, and then after yeah. that the fights are just kinda it's all right, you know. Yeah. You summarized it right. Yeah. And I actually but, do remember that this was like at the time when they made this, they wanted to release this as a me- me- uh, memorial for Bruce Lee around I can't remember what what annual memorial it was, but I think that's why they did it. Right. Oh, okay. Did did some parts of the movie kind of feel rushed? The whole movie like, felt let's rushed. Let's hurry up and get this out to get you on know, a certain release. You know that could be part of it as well. The whole uh, movie. But yeah, I got a I got a cool poster out of it. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, it could be worse. I could have an Iron Monkey 2 poster. <laughs> For one dollar and seventy-five cents. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Legend of the Fist definitely has some moments has some moments of decent action, but kind of forgettable. All's well that ends well 2011. You know what that is? Yeah, it was like one of those romance comedies where like... Oh, Eric knows about it. I think I skipped it because I think he only had a camp. I don't know. Maybe he had a bigger role, but he, he did have it. a he did have a supporting role where he plays like I think he plays a cosmetic uh, counter <laughs> makeup guy. Whoa, <laughs> what in the world? Yeah, yeah. there's a mo- scene in this fucking film where he's a makeup counter this. guy, and he actually does a Wing Chun punch with powder powder like sponges on women making them oh my up god. and i'm like oh my god and then he punch. and i think there's a yip Man joke in there where he meets uh tony lung Choe's wife uh uh karina lao yeah karina lao who's his love interest in that film and he actually dresses up as yip Man again and they make a joke about like she's like oh what do you think about holding hands he's like holding hands no but Pushing hands, yes, which is a form of wing chun, and they're like, oh my God, why? But yeah, that movie was just what <laughs> romantic comedies are in that film. Like, well, God, just, that scene sounds funny. Yeah, I don't know why. Can someone explain why the Lost Bladesman is not released here on Blu-ray? I don't. You think it would be? It's strange because Dunian movies after this mm. came out on Blu-ray. You can get them. Hmm. But you can't buy on Blu-ray the Lost Bladesman. You can find it, I'm sure, on Blu-ray somewhere. Yeah. But in terms of an actual like Wellgo USA release or something, it's it's kind of strange why this one was skipped. Hmm. I don't know why. So I was at a convention many years ago and I found it on DVD, and I watched it. And the Donnie Yen fight scenes are good. Unfortunately, there's really like only really two memorable ones you know like you've uh, almost got almost got a kind of an alleyway fight again i think it's with uh against uh is an aaron quok no andy on and andy andy on i'm sorry that was a fun fight scene and i like the duel at the end where it was like in the snow and all that mm-hmm. like that was good other than that though there's really not a lot of fighting maybe that's why they skipped it yeah i don't know what did you guys think of this one 
like I definitely saw it once when I rented it at a at a Asian film store that they had a long time ago, and I just had it in the background, just like this one's not as engaging, and the yeah. fact that him and Jiang Wen are in it too, like mm-hmm. right after they get to be in Rogue One, but. I don't remember it that much. That guy outacted Donnie Yen in that movie and Lost Blue. Mm-hmm. And he's Donnie. a great actor. That's why. Yeah, I mean, and this is improved Donnie Yen actor, and yeah. he still outacted him in every scene. But yeah, it's I hate it's frustrating because you movies like this because you know it's got a great look to it. You can tell it's got a budget to it, and the two fight scenes are good quality Donnie Yen fight scenes that you could put on a highlight reel, and then the rest of the movie is like nothing. It's just frustrating. It's like, mm-hmm. had more of these fight scenes, or just make it a drama. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? You know, just make it a drama and cast someone else. It's just it's frustrating to have like one fight, or one really good fight in a dramatic movie. It's kind of frustrating, but it's not bad. Mm-hmm. It's not bad. Uh, Chinese female rapper says. Got a delay here. Lost Blades Man is so good. The movie as a whole is so good. The actor who played Kyle Kyle stole the movie. All right, so somebody's a fan, so that's cool. One of my pet peeves, though, with the movie was there were some of the fight scenes were filmed at night. I mean, dark. There was mm. a tea house fight, and you couldn't see shit. Mm. It was really frustrating. And there was another fight where they set up Donnie and going in to destroy everything, and you don't see it. You just see the after- aftermath. <laughs> I hate that. Yeah. <laughs> Did you see, oh, everyone's laid out, and Donnie is just standing there. I hate that. But other than that, it's it's not it's not terrible. I'm just confused why it's not on Blu-ray over here. It's very strange. Yeah. Now we're talking. Now we're talking. This is my this is one of my favorite Donnie N movies, and I consider this one of the most underrated Donnie N flicks, and it's yeah. Dragon, mm-hmm. 2011. This is really <clears throat> underrated. Really, really, really underrated. De- definitely has that history of violence feel to it. It's almost it's very similar. Kara is in this. Kara, oh, yeah. you know what I'm saying? My young auntie showing up. You know what I'm saying? Still badass. Her fight with Donnie M was great. You know, and Jimmy Wang Yu, Jimmy Wang Yu, for the first time in history, I was scared of Jimmy Wang Yu. Yeah. <laughs> He was intimidating. Jimmy Wang Yu was intimidating in this movie. Now, Lady Fatblood, she's not a fan. She's not really a fan of Jimmy Wang Yu, right? But I, we watched this movie together, and she was like, that was legit. Like, that was a legit performance from Jimmy Wang Yu, like, playing a villain. Like, they were like, oh, fuck. It was a good movie, man. And uh, I enjoyed, uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, Kenshiro? Takeshi Kenshiro, yeah. Yeah, he was good in the movie. It doesn't have a lot of fighting, but no. it's... In terms of quality and a lot more entertaining and fight scenes, nobody talks about Dragon, man. No. Nobody talks about this movie. I'm like, dude, this is one of his best. What's up, Nanan? Uh, Kyle, what do you think of Dragon? I definitely agree. Like, This is one of the three that was good in the decade um, that I agree that he actually really did well acting in this film. Like, The emotion was there and just yeah. how... It was kind of like almost, I heard it was supposed to be like a remake of the one-armed swordsman at the time, even when he like cut off his arm. But other than that, like having Jimmy Wang Yu. Kind of like a prequel? No, actually, this was supposed to be like the reimagining remake in a sense. Okay. Like 
it was interesting. In, interesting to see like Diane actually act in it. The yeah. fight scene between him and Caraway, people before that against one of his other dudes, Yanhua, like punching him until that whole building just <laughs> falls on top of like, dude is committed to just beat the crap out of this one guy. <laughs> and then the fight between him and Karahoy was just really well done. Like, even her just revealing to him, like, you really are this person. Accept it. And then she just lets go and, yeah, I was scared of Jimmy Wang Yu and I was surprised that this film was a period piece and I wanted to see more of a modern piece, but this one was really well done. Right. Yeah. Eric. Yeah, you guys summarized it well. It's just a really good quality film overall. Definitely one of the best films of his career, for sure. We got Tang Wei in a supporting role. I love her. And then uh, Zhang Wu, who I've become a fan of in recent years, is also in this in a supporting role. So, yeah, if anybody wants to see Donnie actually, like, really do some some good acting chops, and, yeah, definitely check this out, man. It's yeah. really good. Yeah. It's like even, even Jimmy Wang Yu did the typical – evil villain laugh mm-hmm. and i was like don't do that <laughs> like it's freaking me out man okay but yeah dragon is like insanely insanely underrated and at uh, this point i was kind of itching for donnie to do a a contemporary film he's yeah. done a lot of period See? stuff he went through a huge streak i'm like yeah. all right guys can we like get back to the maybe, you know maybe that's why maybe that's, that's why yeah that could, I think Eric nailed it. I think that's what it is. Everybody's like, okay, let's get back to modern day here. Yep. Kill zone this shit, you know? And I think that maybe that's why people overlook it. That could, you could have a point there. All right. All's well, ends well, 2012. I definitely saw that one. That one was. Same cameo or? Nope. He's a main character who, oh. like, gets, he, one of the, one of four main characters are looking for love with a different woman this time. And he recently broke up, and he's trying to be a. This is not Donnie level of like bad evil hair. This is him with long rock, hard rock hair. And there's a really uh, big weird problem where he has an afro that we won't talk about. <laughs> but but other than that, it's a weird romance comedy film that he's just in it, falling in love with a different woman that's trying to go overcome her way of stage fright also while Louis Koo is trying to fall in love with this other woman. Chapman Toe is trying to be like Peter Chan mm. for some reason. And Raymond Wong's just trying to sell off his daughter. That's it's that. fun. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Eric's bad. seen this one. Come on, right? No, I never what? saw it. What is this? Some of these compilations, I just always assume uh, my favorite actors have a small role and I just end up not really watching some of them i could see that all right now a movie that i reviewed on the movie dojo five thousand years ago hmm. uh it's kyle's favorite film <laughs> special id 2013 oh there's a movie called to Toque- together do you guys know yeah, about that mr cool that's a, cool. That's a ro- uh, apparently the rumor is on that one well not rumor the storyline on that one is he plays a cop and it's a romance drama and he plays a cop who finds a woman who, where he can't smile. There's a facial problem that makes him not smile. And I was like, okay. <laughs> and this is around the time that there was controversy around special ID. Oh. oh. Yeah. Okay. Which huh. is why that so, got 
push back. Oh, okay. Well, we can keep it going here. Special ID. Uh, I don't remember exactly what I rated it. I think I found it. There's average. I think I gave it like a, just a little bit above average, but not great. I think that's what I gave it. I don't remember exactly. Like I was like, I like parts of it. I like the end fight with him and Andy on, you know, um, but not, not a lot of fighting. Um, the whole undercover gangster thing. I'm sure that's why that spurned interest for him to be in the live action video game version of uh, Sleeping Dogs. Sleeping Dogs. Is that even <laughs> happening anymore? ID. Huh? Is that even happening anymore? They announced it like three, four years ago. Even yeah. though Special ID is Sleeping Dogs. Yeah, right. Um, it's not the worst. It's not the. It's in the middle. But uh, did you want to talk about the controversy, Kyle? Before we go to Eric. So the controversy was originally that. This film was supposed to originally have Jackie Chan and Donnie Yen together in it. Like what? Jackie Chan was originally supposed to be a producer and supposed to act in it. And then there, there's like actual videos online on YouTube right now that, where the original director talks about it. Okay. And then Vincent Zhao was supposed to be the new, supposed to be Andy On's character. And then mm-hmm. there was rumor that Vincent. Uh, Donnie, uh, they filmed like first two scenes, and you find these photos anywhere online that Vincent Zhao and this other actor were doing this scene. And there's a scene where they did the hot pot scene together too. And apparently, someone said that one person was not happy with how one other actor got a uh, got a uh, what's it called? Got more shine? More yeah, more shine. So clearly, they read. Oops. They axed uh, Vincent Zhao, and then Donnie brought in Andy on, and they finished this film. And I'm not saying release the original cut. <laughs> I'm not saying that because there is, that can film we, was all completed. Can we rewind for a second? How could you ax Vincent Zhao? Mm-hmm. He is phenomenal. I know. Okay. That guy is great. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's hey. unfortunate because I'm sure... I'm sure us fans, that's a dream match for us it's to see those two go at it. Match. That sucks. And there's like photos online of them like at their press conference together. What all the happy hell? And smiles, but then it never happened. And then when I really wanted a modern version, a contemporary version, as Eric said, of Donnie Yen fighting again, I was like, where is this film? And then when that whole news came out, the controversy, yeah, that, that's what pushed it back until like, Diane finally came back with it and they started releasing the first trailer. I was like, oh yes, this first trailer was great. Second trailer was even more great. Finally watched the film. I was like, what the hell happened? Where where is all this tonal weirdness of like why Diane is trying to be all comedic? Why why is Diane doing this? Why is Jen Tian being a better actor? model actor in a sense and even stealing the show with how her fight scenes are slightly mm-hmm. yeah. but other than that like the final fight scene between him and Andy on I'm like okay but even the the restaurant fight was all right but it did not have the same impact it's just, as yeah. it's too as short yeah, it's too short like these, none, none of the, the fights were like little spurts yeah here and it, there until we got to the end finale fight yeah but uh wow that, I did not know that Eric yeah, I like this one. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good, baby. I like how, how I think Donnie gets mad because Andy on punches his mother in the face. Yeah. 
like that's the whole point of fighting at the end of the movie. It's like kind of it's just kind of like a stupid film. I mean, there's scenes where I, like in that restaurant fight, I just looks at the guy and just flips him off while he's beating some other. It's like there's moments that I just laugh hysterically in this. I do like, uh, yeah, I do like uh, Jing Tian in this. She was good in this. And then uh, we also have Zhang Han Yu in it, who was good. Colin Chow was wasted though. He should have gotten yeah. a legit fight scene. Um, but I do like the final fight because it's it's a little scrappier mm-hmm. than a typical fight. There's a lot, there's some missed punches and stuff. Yeah. But I, I kind of like that. So I I like this one. It's a stupid film, but I like it. Copy that. Yeah, I think I gave it like three as average. I think I might have given it a three point five or something like that. Special ID. Oh, we're heating right. up now, baby. Oh, oh God. God. <laughs> is this the, is this the spiral down to? Oh, uh, we already uh, started at the spiral. <laughs> <laughs> uh, nobody, no dragon, dragon didn't count. So you, what you're saying, Kyle, is dragon was a fluke. When we're, yes. Uh, during, yes. During the spiral. <laughs> yes. All right. I was a one out of three. <laughs> Oh, God. So, Monkey King Mania is a thing. And uh, I bought this and the second one with Aaron Kwok playing the role, the main role. And, oh, my God. The the Monkey King Havoc in Heaven's Palace 2014, which was released in 3D and and, and Chai and Fats in it. This is one of the most ugliest movies I've ever seen. This is puke. If 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 you're curious of what puke looks on film... Watch this movie. The only thing, I, the plot, plot wise and synopsis, I don't know what the fuck was happening, <laughs> but I enjoyed Donnie Yen as the Monkey King in terms of energy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He brought a lot of energy. I enjoyed him. It seemed like he was having fun. And, you know, of course, when he finally did some fighting with the, with the, with the staff and the magical staff and stuff at the end, I was enjoying that a little bit, but. There really wasn't a lot of action because everything was flying around 3D puke. Yeah. <clears throat> really, this I'm not joking, chat. This is one of the most ugliest looking movies I've ever seen in my life. Like, it's puke on film. There you go. There's the review. <laughs> puke <laughs> on film. Puke on film. Puke on film. Yes. Um, but, uh, of course, you know, we've heard the Rick Meyer story mm-hmm. behind the scenes. He's told it here about... Uh, Donnie Yen kind of throwing his weight around. The cast wasn't happy. And then Chai Yun Fat called him out during the press conference. <laughs> and Donnie Yen had no choice but to show respect because uh, it's for Chai Yun fucking fat. Okay. Still, you know, in terms of comparison, I loved the second one. Oh, it's way better. I, lo- I love way the villain. Better. I love the villain. What's the villain's name again, Eric? Oh, I forgot. But... Female actress you like. Huh. She's quite fetching as well. Oh, um, but um, she was in Mulan too. She was like the evil witch in Mulan. Oh, okay, Gong Li, I believe she yeah. was having fun. We had a fun villain. Yeah. I actually couldn't understand what the fuck's happening. I got to know the characters, and yeah, you could say the end finale fight of Iron Monkey, Iron Monkey, <laughs> of uh, <laughs> Monkey King Two, was CGI vomit, but it still was an improvement over the puke on film flick that was this first uh monkey king movie uh kyle thoughts honestly this was played in the background for me and i was just like good thing i did not spend any money for this this is crap (laughs) i feel bad i bought something i can never watch again (laughs) dollar 75 
<laughs> or more. Yeah, that's all I have to sell it for because nobody will probably buy it, right? But then Eric, that, I, I just remember it's trash. Yeah, Eric. Yeah, this movie's not. This movie's just not good. I remember watching it. I like Donnie in it, like you said. I do. He's like the best part of the movie, but the CGI is just atrocious. It is atrocious. And this is from the director of Dog Bite Dog. (laughs) It's like, really? Soy Chang. I'm just. Uh, And then, uh, oh, oh, another thing that's in this movie's disfavor. The year before, Stephen Chow did a a Monkey King movie. Um, It was. uh, 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 Journey to the West. Journey to the West, conquering the demons, which is fantastic. That's I thought fun. it was really good. Yeah. So yeah, that, that coming off of that one and going to this, it's no. But yeah, the sequel's good for anybody who wants a good Monkey King film. But I, I would, I would just skip this. Really, three was okay. Eh. Uh, three was all right. I mean, I like the cast and I like the adventure of three, but it was kind of like, oh, we're on the island of Preggers, <laughs> and that's the rest of the movie. Okay. <laughs> All right. But it, it's still better than this one. Mm. Yeah. Monkey King 3 is still better than this one. Uh, but yeah, what does you guys know, chat? Do you know? Does anybody know why Donnie N did not come back for the next one? Because this could have redeemed the first one for him. Do we know why? Or he's just like, ah, moving on. Mm-hmm. I did my Monkey King movie. I'm done. Yeah, that's probably what it is. All right. All right, let's let's the slippery slope continues. Golden Chicken Ness. <laughs> he plays Yip Man. Uh, what is this? Never saw it. All right, I had not seen it either. I know it's a comedy compilation, but and he plays Yip Man in it. Yeah. All right. So before we get to the big one here, I got to give a shout out. So shout out to the awesome badass martial arts stuntman filmmaker. My home skillet, cryptic soul. Uh, shout out to him. He was actually on the set of this movie. Mm-hmm. He was actually behind the scenes, and Donnie Yen actually kind of mentored him during, you know, kind of getting him, getting him his start. So shout out to Cryptic Soul. I'm sure he had, a, you know, I've had him on this. I had him on here before, and he talked about uh, his experiences with the film. It was very interesting. It was very awesome to work with Donnie Yen and to learn. And now Cryptic Soul is doing his own thing, and now he's off He's off the races. So shout out to Cryptic Soul and uh, his success. However, I have to be honest about the movie. <laughs> and if I can recall, I think I said during the review, Iceman can go fuck itself up its ass. I think that's what I said. Iceman can fuck itself up its own ass. That was in my actual review, I think, many years ago on the movie Dojo. I, I you know, I, I did what, I, again, all I'm, I'll, this is all I'm going to say, and me and Kyle mentioned this before, the toilet sequence. So, the toilet <laughs> sequence, Donnie Yen is, he's in a, he's in a, he's in a, he's in a house, bad guys are on the outside, Donnie Yen goes into the toilet. He sits down. Okay? There you go. Kyle's reacting. Re, you know, he's reacting the scene. And then, out of nowhere, Don, you hear, you hear, okay? And out of nowhere, Donnie is launched off of the toilet through the ceiling of the house. And the next scene, he's on a mountaintop. 
and it's never explained. I did, I was like, is this funny? Is this supposed to be comedy? My mouth was still on the floor. Like I was, I had to pick up my mouth. Like, what the fuck just happened? And it wasn't funny. It was confusing. And that was it. He just launched himself. His shit was so powerful. There was a lot of chi in that shit. It was so. <laughs> it was so powerful that it launched him on a mountainside away from the villains. Now, maybe if the entire movie was a comedy, maybe with better direction, that could have been a funny scene. I don't know. You know? But, yeah, that's all. And then at the end, because it was 3D again, we had CGI weapons fight because of 3D. I fucking hate this movie. I hate this movie badly. Like, really badly. So, again, Iceman can go fuck itself up its ass. And that's all I have to say. Toilet scene. Kyle. God. I don't even want to talk about this fucking film. But again, <laughs> Wong Bao Chong, which, again, he turned out to be a... He wanted to be a martial arts actor, and then he became a comedic actor, but we'll get to him soon. And Yu Kong was the other friend that... The other former friend, the one that carried the big axe and always liked the guns and shit like that. Yeah. That's, it. that's Donnie Yen's project. <laughs> He was in okay. as one of the other killers and in <clears throat> Big Brother, but fuck this film. I just remember watching the first five minutes and then you not even the first five minutes, the first minute. Guys driving. Fucking fucking piece of garbage goes into the fucking <laughs> engine and all this other shit. And then next thing I know, here's Donnie Yen out, out of his pod taking a giant piss. I'm like, is he giving the whole audience a golden shower right now? <laughs> you paid for this. And I'm like what the fuck is this? Yeah, and I just remember trying to trudge through this movie, going like, "How many more years of Donnie Yen is gonna actually redeem himself from this? Because <laughs> this is shit. This is actual shit." And the toilet scene, but other than that, I just remember it ending. I was like, "Wait, wasn't there more to this film that I heard about or know about?" Yeah, there better not be a part two because I don't want to fucking see a part two. <laughs> Fuck this movie. <laughs> That's all I gotta say. Fuck this movie. Yeah, I, 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 I hate, I hate this movie. But Eric, he loved it. No, no. <laughs> uh, I didn't, I didn't hate it quite as much as you guys. I did, I did laugh a few at some of the juvenile humor. Maybe because it was Donnie doing it. Uh, definitely a lot of cheese in this. Uh, the lead actress. Um, Ava Huang was uh, quite fetching, mm-hmm. and she helped. She helped me to get through it. All right, but I'll say this: like, if somebody wants to watch an Iceman movie, check out Iceman Cometh from 1989. Mm-hmm. Oh, there you go. Yun yep. Yu, Maggie Chun, and Young Wa is in it. Yes, yep. That's a good, and that that Fuck, movie has yeah. some dodgy moments. But that's definitely way better than this. Better that, fighting. That, that needs like a Blu-ray release. Does that have oh. a Blu-ray release? Oh yeah. I mean, come on. And then. Um, yeah, I mean, some of the fighting in this is okay, but uh, it's just not its not really that worth watch. However, I will say this. It's light years better than the sequel. Oh, my God. Are you serious? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, it's not even close. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's not even close. And I'm not even joking. You're, you're the only person I know that's actually watched the sequel in my whole oh, yeah. friend group. I, oh, I, yeah. My mind is blown. Yeah. My mind is blown. My, my mind is blown as Eric watched the sequel. You know what? I, I want eventually, if you guys want to do pain, we do a versus. 
Iceman oh, 2 okay. versus Invincible Dragon. Oh. The gin, the gin <laughs> uh, one of the uh, best of the worst type verses. I'm down. That would be brutal. Oh, fuck. So that what you're be... saying is I'm going to feel like this if I watch the sequel. Yes. Okay. Yes. The sequel is far worse than this, if you can even believe it. So. How is that fucking possible? That I've heard my mind and I is... this my mind <laughs> Chinese female rappers I've seen it too and crying emojis. <laughs> well, let alone the side fact that the actual actual thing, the diamond crystal, is the god's penis. Or Buddha's penis. The the ling- oh, I was so mad the first the, the first Iceman had it the audacity to set up for a sequel. I was like, fuck this. Oh my god, Eric just blew my mind. He just blew my mind. You blew my mind too. Oh, thank God! Thank God for the next for the next movie. Thank God, Kung Fu Jungle. Jesus yes. Christ! Thank God. I, you know, I I consider Kung Fu Jungle one of Donnie Yen's best. To be honest with you, mm-hmm. I actually really enjoyed it a lot. Thank God. Back to period. Back to not period piece, but modern day. Some badass fights in there. Oh, thank you. There's a, there's a light at the end of the tunnel. At least for, at, at at this point. Yeah, Kung Fu Jungle's great. Terry Fan's great in it. He's got a small little fight scene. I love that guy. That guy's phenomenal. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I don't know why, but I kind of enjoyed Donnie Yen going straight psycho at the end of the movie. <laughs> I kind of enjoyed fighting normally, and then, you know, then all of a sudden his eyes got all bug-eyed, and he's like, I'm going to fucking kill you now. How do you like that? I'm enjoying myself. I, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. Of course, Kung Fu purists will be no, 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 no. It's not good. But uh, I, I, I thought it was great <laughs> uh, that he just he's just like out crazied the crazy villain. I enjoyed that yeah. at the end. But yeah, Kung Fu Jungle. Uh, we reviewed that a long time ago. I enjoyed it. That's one of his best, I think. Kyle, I definitely agree. Like right after Wuxia and hearing about this one, I was like, okay, please give me something good. And then I f- saw the first trailer. I'm like, there we go. The first Hong Kong trailer sold me. I was like, yeah, there we go. This is exactly what I wanted. Donnie Yen, Charlie Young, Sing Yu, and Louis Fan actually doing like small little bits, actually paying homage to all the Kung Fu martial arts and people that actually got involved in Kung Fu martial arts films, just getting their dues in this film. I was like so happy about this. And there is another trailer out there that there's one scene that you don't see in the, the film at all. And it was like during their phone call. And I don't know if they, we should have talked about this with Highlander where there was like a trailer that you saw these scenes in Highlander Endgame that no, there was, that was only made for the trailer. And I'm not sure if this is one scene in there where uh, Wang Baochang and um, Diane are on the phone. And what happens is they start doing like small movement against each other, against the window. And it goes in this weird motion where the wind, the window goes away and they're actually fighting each other through the window. Oh, how how fun is that? And I was like, that, that was an interesting scene that was in the trailer, but it's not released on any, like any DVD or anything else. No deleted scenes or anything. I was like, it's just done for the trailer, but that would have been interesting to see to build up to the final fight. But and that the film, it's on the, it's on the family edit. Yeah, <laughs> but no, I Donnie I, and the main villain they go they go for beers <laughs> at the end of the movie. <laughs> Eric, I really like this one. 
You don't yeah. have to worry about a lack of action in the suit. There's like there's like a fight every ten minutes, which is what I like. You get Ricky O versus Donnie again, another yeah. rematch. That was good. Charlie Young is in this too. I like her as an actress. She's good. Yeah, it's just like no no messing around. Just let's let's do it. I I this is when I laugh at this too, because doesn't Donnie beat up a bunch of old dudes in prison? Like <laughs> 80 year old dudes. I'm like, this is great. Just beating up a bunch of like old dudes. So yeah, yeah, this is just this this movie's a lot of entertainment value, man. I like it a lot. Trey, don't no, don't be giving it, be giving ideas, man. He, Eric, he wants that I, versus. No, I, I will sit out for that one. <laughs> I'm not doing it by myself, Kyle. I'm not watching Iceman Two. I'm saying that. Come on, Iceman Two, Electric Boogaloo, versus Invincible Dragon. You, you, you can't pay me a dollar seventy-five to sit down and watch that. <laughs> you know, I'll, you know pay, be- I'll PayPal you a dollar and seventy-nine cents <laughs> to watch it. Kyle, I'll gladly pay you Tuesday for a hamburger today. Wait, what am I talking about? Anyway. Anyway. <laughs> now, now, see, now you got me wanting to do it. Kyle, you got to do it with me. You got to do I'm not doing it without you, man. You know Rick Myers and everybody is out. You know that, right? No. It's, it's just going to be us three. I, you know. It's just like, why? You know. Um, We'll see. We'll see, Kyle. I, I, you've suffered enough. We'll yeah, see. yeah, yeah. We'll see. Um, oh, what you gonna call it? So yeah, Kung Fu Jungle. That's definitely one of his best. Uh, Nature is speaking. A TV short. We will skip that. An inspector calls. Twenty fifteen. He plays a band member. Skip it. I would say. All right. And now, something that. I did review on the movie Dojo, and I found it to be entertaining. Not great. Uh, but Kyle, no, excuse me, Eric pointed out something to me, and I was like, you know what? I, I give Eric that. I have, I have to agree with that. And that's probably... <laughs> uh, probably uh, maybe the best villain or interesting villain in the Ip Man series is the one in Ip Man 3. I, mean, I didn't see that at first until Eric pointed it out. And I was like, oh, my goodness. So, uh-oh, we got YouTube celebrities in the house. What? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Hey, man, you said you were going to call me. and We were going to talk about Arrow Shaw Brothers, man. He ghosted you, you man. You missed your chance, son. I said, we ain't collabing. <laughs> we ain't doing you. shit. No, I'm just kidding, man. <laughs> <laughs> Hit me up whenever, man. Uh, but, yeah, thanks for watching. Thanks for hanging out with us. Uh, but yeah, uh, It Man 3, I didn't really like the story. I thought the story was lame. The Mike Tyson fight, I mean, obviously Mike Tyson was dubbed and he wasn't a great actor. But in terms of a fight scene, I enjoyed it in terms of just a fight scene. Uh, but I enjoyed the, you know, Max Zang. I liked it. He, he wasn't really, he was, he was one of those gray villains. You know, he wasn't really completely black. And uh, he had legitimate cause to... Be the best, you know, bringing his style of Wing Chun. And um, I like their fight at the end. It was entertaining, man. So Eric had to point that out. I was like, you know what? That's true. Because, you know, all the other villains in the Ant-Man series are very stock, very generic. You know what I mean? So I guess, I don't know. What do you think, Kyle? Your opinion in terms of so, the, in terms of Yip Man villains. So, like, definitely when I was really thinking about this film and out of the many like Herman Yao versions and the the TV series that came out, and then also even 
one car wise version. We finally get back the Wilson Yip version, the, the Donnie Yen verse version of the Yip Man movies. And I just sat there going like, where are, can they go with this one? Right. And the fact that they actually brought up Max Jong being <clears throat> Chung Tin Chi, which was another Wing Chun master. I was like, okay, that's actually pretty viable. How are you guys going to make this story work? And then they threw in fucking Mike Tyson. And I just remember sitting there going, what's the behind the scenes story about this? And they said, we had the production had insurance for Donnie Yen not to get injured from Mike Tyson. <laughs> and yet Mike Tyson broke his pinky mm-hmm. on Donnie elbow. I heard about that. During yeah. a fight. And I'm like, fuck. But watching this film as a whole, I was like, okay, it's this. This is an interesting film, and the fact that um, his wife gets diagnosed with cancer, I was like, ah, okay, so now you're going to start being a husband. That's pretty <laughs> shitty. But again, the like Eric said, the most interesting villain, and the fact that he got his own spinoff was Max Chong's character. And like, yeah, we, my friends and I, we've talked about this, like, yeah, if, if this was Dragon Ball Z, Literally, Yitman is Goku, which is bad, and Master and Max Strong is Vegeta, who's yep. all out good guy. <laughs> Vegeta, yep, best father. That's yeah, pretty fine. much, pretty so much, an all right film. Kakarot, <laughs> but in terms, I just didn't care about the story, though. Mm-hmm. It's 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 if you want to, know, you know, I like the I like the fight against the the Muay Thai guy mm-hmm. in the stairway. You know, that yeah. was pretty good. I enjoyed that. And to, again, these the It Man sequels, they're mindless entertainment. You can watch it. You, there's some good fights. You can be entertained. I just didn't give a shit about the fucking school, bro. I was yeah. like, I don't care about this <laughs> at all. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I enjoyed the end fight, though. Eric? Yeah, the other thing is that this is almost like the least propagandistic uh, yeah. It Man film. Uh, so it's just a real simple, you know, Mike Tyson's trying to take over his children's school property film. <laughs> I don't know. I just found it amusing. And yeah, all, all the fights are good. I mean, I, I liked them. Uh, I kind of like when Jin, Jin Zane's even earlier fights. This is when I started to notice him between yeah. this and uh, and SPL2. Yeah. Um, yeah. So this is when I started to become a real fan of his. I remember seeing this one in the theater. I'm like, yeah, this guy's, this guy's good. So yeah. yeah, I really like this one. It's probably my favorite sequel of the It Man films. There you go. Nice. Uh, I have to ask Scraps. D-R-J-A-8. In, let me know in chat. In your opinion, what's worse? Invincible Dragon or Iceman 2? <laughs> let me know. All right, let's keep it rocking and rolling here. Oh, no. Mm. God damn it. The pain. is It's, it's the pain. Oh, no. Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, Sword of Destiny, 2016. You know, the only thing... I mean, I love Donnie Yen. I love Michelle Yeoh. It just... This movie looked cheap. There's something... It just looked, it looked like a TV movie. There's moments where it's okay in terms of fighting. But, like, I literally only liked Jason Scott Lee in this movie. Hmm. Who barely did anything. <laughs> but I liked him as a villain. And that's really it. That's the only positive... I may have reviewed this a long time ago. I don't remember. <laughs> but I was just kind of like okay with it. I was like, eh, that happened. I had issues with it. 
it just was one of the it was probably one of the biggest wastes of time you know and money they could have just just made just made another just make a, a kung fu movie just make a wuxia movie don't put the crouching tiger name on it you know kyle this one was just horrible i just had a <laughs> background noise that was it <laughs> it was it's background noise eric I think I, I think I officially gave it a pass grade, but it, if you compare it with the original film, it just it gets destroyed. It's it's just kind of a it, it's I don't know. I, I remember thinking it was watchable, it was decent, but yeah. uh, it, it's almost like not comparable to like really good stuff because it just it's it'll kind of fall apart. So it's kind of wasted waste of talent. Yeah, I mean, there's worse. There's worse movies yeah. than he has been in. Iceman. I mean, I like this movie better than Iceman. Yeah, I do too. Uh, yeah. Scraps couldn't bring himself to uh, <laughs> watch Iceman too. So we will never know. Uh, all right, let's let's keep on trucking. All right. <laughs> now, I enjoyed this film. I love it. I think it's the best Star Wars Disney film. I'm in the minority. I know that, but I Rogue One, a Star Wars story. Do we really need to talk about it? <laughs> I think everybody's seen it. I loved it. I thought it was great. It was a good Star Wars film. Yeah. In terms of the Disney era, it's Mm -hmm. the best. You know, people are starting to come around on that, I think. Mm. I'm hearing more people say that now. But Rogue One? Yeah. Yes! Yeah, I am hearing more people say that now. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, because the rest is shit. Watch our Versus episode, if you haven't seen it. (laughs) The Last Jedi. (laughs) Versus... Our everyone's favorite, the rise of uh, whatever the fuck, the rise of Skywalker, Sadly, whatever the rise is called. Oh, Jesus Christ. Yeah, Rogue One is, is a good time. I enjoy it. All right. Now, I know I'm in the minority. We don't have to take a lot of time with this, but we, we, we wanted schlock. We wanted schlock. Okay. We saw the first movie, we saw the second movie to, to, to catch up for this one. The trailer looked bad. But we're like, hey, Tony John, Tony Hinner in it. We saw the movie, and it's schlock from it's 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 BC movie heaven from beginning to end. Vin Diesel's three hundred five fifty six years old, trying to look young, you know, skateboarding, trying to be cool, trying to be relevant. Extreme. Tony, Jaw, Tony Jaws dancing like Michael Jackson. Come on, <laughs> okay. And when Donnie Yen finally gets his chance to shine later, it's badass. The movie is Schlockfest. I think it's. I think it knows it's Schlock because when Ice Cube shows up, literally they had a they had a thing come up and say he got the call yeah. to come and save the day. Like I think the movie knows it's bad. I can't defend the movie. I'm not going to defend it because I know it's bad and everyone hates it, so it's fine. But uh, Triple H return to Xander Cage. I get it, Kyle. I know you suffered. I know, but go I ahead. I'm saying it. I think we said it on the Warrior episode. I remember watching this fucking film. I, my friend and I, he, my friend just turned to me and said, Diane wasn't, wasn't bad in this. I just <laughs> took off my fucking 3D glasses, closed them up, and broke them in half. And I said, fuck this movie in the theater. Didn't care who heard me. Walked out. Get the fuck out of my way. Fuck this movie. Anyone and, that likes this and movie. And none of this was recorded. It should have been recorded, man. That would have been the greatest reaction ever. Uh, Eric, what did you think of the the uh, the, the Academy Award winning film that is Triple X Return to Xander Cage with 
with Vin Diesel riding a, a motorcycle on, on the, in the ocean and waves. What did you think of the movie? Well, when this came out on physical media, I bought it day one, baby. Because when I saw it in the theater, it was good fun, man. I like this one. This is like a masterpiece. And, uh, I mean, they got, like, bikes riding on the ocean. They got all kinds of stupid... The worst parts of the film that they should have cut out, the stuff that I really don't like is, like, the Vin Diesel sexual innuendo stuff. That stuff I really did not like in it. It was just kind of, eh. But uh, there's quite some fetching women in it to add some uh, extra in it. And, yeah, they actually used Donnie. You know, yeah. they actually used him. And he, uh, he did some work. It was, I thought it was, it was fun stupidity. I, I actually yeah. showed it to some of my uh, relatives. And they were like, this movie's freaking terrible. <laughs> I'm, like, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, sorry about that. <laughs> I thought it was kind of fun. Sorry about that. Yeah, I made them sit through it. But I, like I said, I'm not going to defend this movie. I yeah, get, you I get Kyle's you pain. Can. I get it. Uh, but yeah, let's move on. You don't know. But yeah, we we had we had schlock fun with it because we were looking for it. Mm-hmm. Uh, now I have this. I'm so fired. I've had this movie on Blu-ray forever, and I haven't seen it yet. Chasing the Dragon. Crippled Ho is what he plays. Not quite dirty, Ho, but he's crippled Ho. <laughs> Uh, how how is this, this is straight up gangster drama, right? Yeah, like all right, Kyle. I haven't seen it. Go ahead. Like I definitely, I think it's a re- almost like a remake of two movies, which is a Ray Lloyd movie to be number one and Lee Rock movies because Andy Lau's in it playing okay. Lee Rock, but he plays like a well known drug peddler, and on that, like he had what Diane is trying so hard to work on his acting but this one was like here and there near misses but it's like non-stop playing on high ah right now for oh me. really yeah so i'm like watching it like oh yeah this one anything <laughs> like yes there is a couple fight scenes in there but down it's and dirty just the drama it's definitely drama and like of course it's very propagandist propaganda really? for a yeah. gangster flick oh yeah yeah. Oh, for fuck's sake. Yep. That's it. Did uh, you like it? It was all right, but not too much for viewing. It's it's not to level Scarface where you can watch it over and over again. Okay. Yeah. All right, Eric. Yeah, I think uh, this. Yeah, Donnie basically gets roped into the Triad underworld. The script writing wise is pretty weak. Uh, the protagonists are simplistic, and the villains are one dimensional. Uh, some of the music's pretty bad too, but I did enjoy it enough it was like moderately engaging because it's the conflict kind of works uh people get violently beaten and sliced but it's not a martial arts film really you can't go into it expecting martial right. arts just gangster style right. but uh the best scene in the movies where andy lau gets screwed over and he has to run through a network of alleyways that's one of my favorite scenes of the film so it has it has some pretty good stuff in it All right. you, you might like it so it sounds it, sound, it doesn't sound bad it doesn't sound like puke no it sounds solid is it better than Shinjuku incident? No, I don't that think so. That was good, man. You see, yeah, that, that was a good movie. Yeah, Shinjuku incident. That was that was legit. I was like, what the hell? This is a Jackie Chan movie? This is tripping me out. All right, so chasing the dragon, uh, solid. On the night we while we dream short, we're skipping that bullshit. <laughs> Y'all know that, what that that's is. Comp- that's a compilation. <clears throat> yeah, like fuck, every, fuck that. Every martial artist <clears throat> film. I saw like, the advertisement for that. 
And I was like, this is going to be the greatest thing I've ever seen in my life. And then I just found out later, oh, it's just a short by some rich guy that wanted to beat the crap out of martial arts legends. I'm good. I don't need to see this garbage. That's all it was. Vanity project. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm going to beat up Jet Li and everybody else. I'm like, dude, it's like, this could have been the greatest martial arts movie ever made. <laughs> and what the fuck is this? That's yeah, like Elon Musk actually paying Arnold Schwarzenegger and Stallone and Van Damme and everyone else yeah. in the action genre. I'm like, let me beat the shit out of all you guys. Yeah, yeah. Fuck that bullshit on the night while we dream. You mean you dream. And you, you title it like it's an art house movie. Yeah. It's just pretentious. Yeah. Like, seriously. All right, now, Big Brother. <laughs> Big Brother. There were moments I enjoyed some of the fighting, but it was so dumb, which I think, I don't know, either some people are going to be like, I enjoyed it because it was dumb. I I, I, I was kind of annoyed that Donnie Yen was like Jesus in this movie. <laughs> I am here to save your children and keep them on the paths of righteousness. It doesn't make sense to the narrative. I'm just going to show up and cure all ills of everyone. I'm going to bring families together because I am the god and I'm going to use my magical chi, oogly boogly boogly boo, and everything's going to be great. There, yay! Yeah, it was stupid, but there was a few moments where the fighting was okay. I enjoyed some of the fights, but it's dumb. But yeah, go ahead, Kyle. I remember that this one was like another to modern contemporary back to form and i was like this could be interesting that i remember watching it and it's exactly like you said and this was exactly like the where the 10 years of weighing in the decade of donnie Yen, like i am donnie Yen. you must praise me for all i am <laughs> read from the book of yen <laughs> I every time when yeah. like he came on the screen we, my friends and i we watch this all together they're all looking at me like you do not question the Book of Yen. <laughs> <laughs> like, this is that film. Yeah. And the main villain is Yu Kong, his protege, again. And I'm just like, wow, you can fight anyone else, so you're fighting your protege again. Okay. And But again, it's just him just being like, I am. I will solve all your problems. Oh, you're in a fight? Oh, you're in a fight? I'm going to go solve your problem. Oh. You, you want to learn to play the guitar? I'll solve your problem performing in front of the whole audience. I'm like, what is this? I mean, and- he was making John Belushi. I mean, John Belushi. <laughs> <laughs> John Belushi. He was making Jim Belushi from The Principal yeah. uh, looking realistic. He's making that movie look realistic. <laughs> right? Yeah. For fuck's sake, man. But and the thing is, it's like the trailer looked like goofy fun. It looked like goofy yeah. comedy. I wasn't expecting it. Ser- I wasn't expecting no. a kill zone. Going no. into Big Brother, but I was just like, you know, some of the fights it, are okay, but this is like, almost like, like, dude, this is so stupid. This is like Hong Kong version of or China version of Kindergarten Cop, I would say. Which there you, know, go. You, you you would kind of watch it here and there, like it's fine, but not great. It's harmless, but yeah, yeah. Eric, or we summed it up. This movie's all right. It, it's all right. It's kind of really half baked, melodramatic. Yeah. Um, I did like the fight in the locker room. It's probably the mm-hmm. best fight in the movie. Yeah. That was pretty cool. But overall, it's just kind of... I remember finished the movie. I'm like, I'm never going to watch this again. I didn't even buy it or anything. But it's... Eh. It's a... <laughs> I bought it, god damn it. Tell us every five. 
<laughs> I'm gonna start auctioning off bad Donnie Yen movies tonight. All right. So, um, are we already chasing dragon on the night while we take a shit? All right, Big Brother. All right, Iceman, the time traveler. Let. Right, do you have Do you have IMDb open? I just I'm curious, Eric, what the rating for Iceman and the sequel is. Oh, and the sequel? Yeah, just curious if it's actually lower or the same. Or is it better than the original Iceman? Okay, Iceman 2014. Okay. Okay, so... Oh, IMDb, it's 4.8. And Rotten Tomatoes is 20%. Pretty solid. 4.8, 20%. Should be lower. (laughs) Iceman 2, The Time Traveler, is a 3.9 on IMDb and an 18%. All right. All right. Iceman, The Time Waster. So, Eric, without spoiling anything, since me and Kyle have not seen it, was there anything good? Is there one positive you could say about Iceman 2, Electric Boogaloo? No. (laughs) Oh my god! God. Wow! Holy shit! Holy shit! Oh my god! Wow, Eric just went straight gangster right there. (laughs) Eric was chasing the dragon. All right. All right. It Man 4. uh, (laughs) It Man Board. Uh, It Man Board. Donnyan had a stroke. Like Rick Meyer said, and didn't show any emotional content in this movie and just showed up to film. Again, didn't care about the story. Um, again, you can watch it. You can enjoy it. It's, it there's, it's entertaining. There's, you know, the fights are good. I enjoyed uh, the, the, the bootleg Bruce Lee fight in the alleyway. Like, the fights are good. They're entertaining. And Scott Atkins is so over the top in this movie. Mm-hmm. You're either going to hate it. Or you're going to be like, okay, Scott Atkins is just chewing the scenery, having fun, and you can love it. So it's either one or the other. Um, I enjoyed the his fight with Donnie Yen. That's a dream match for us. Um, but, of course, just like the What's Upon Time in China 2 uh, nitpicky, a lot of people wanted to see modern-day Killzone Donnie Yen versus Scott instead of the you know, Yip Man Donnie Yen. But we could take what we can get, right? Um, I'm sure it was a great opportunity for Scott Atkins to be in there and, uh, I'm proud of him, man. I'm proud of him. Uh, but yeah, you know, it's, it's another Yip Man sequel. You know, you, you, you know what you're going to get. Uh, it's forgettable. You're not, you may not watch it again unless you want a Yip Man marathon, but some of the fights are good. Do you, do you, in terms of fights, did you, did you guys think four's fights were better than threes? Kyle. When I first like heard about this film and saw heard that they were making a fourth one, I was like, "Why? Like, why do you it's, need a fourth it's one?" It's the final it man. And I just remembered like this was like right after Avengers Endgame came out, and that's why I thought about it. Like, yep, again, this is the end of the MCU universe for Hong Kong and China. And <laughs> basically, I said, "Yip Man Four, not the finale, the apology. This is Yip Man Four, the apology." For you were apologizing for Yipmon three, <laughs> and I just remember watching it, and I remember it was so over the top. Yeah, 
Oh, and yeah. this was like right before Christmas it came out in 2019. And then, and then my, I'm not saying it's a good film. I'm not saying it's a bad film. Yeah. I remember there was Extended Cinema wrote a, uh, did a video essay about it. And it started talking about what was happening in 2020. And I remember we watched that film. I was like, okay, now there's a different light of it. And I'm not getting political about it, but it definitely feels different for me now watching it. And I'm like, well, compared to fucking uh, Ip Man 2, where that happened in Hong Kong, this one, even though it's fabricated, it hits differently now since. But yeah, it's not great, but not bad either. It's definitely a good time waster. Yeah. Yeah. Eric? Yeah, I like the fights. I mean, that's that's. Uh, I think the fights were. Uh, you know, I don't, I don't know. I think the fights definitely have held up throughout all the films. At least I do like the fights better in three, though, because um, Jin Zhang was in there. Yeah. I did like the lead actress in this too, though. I thought they found a pretty good uh, actress who could speak multiple languages quite yeah. well, and she was she had some charisma too. I liked her. She had some spunk. Yeah. So I mean, it's it's a solid flick. I could you know, I could probably watch it again. Sure. Yeah, it's entertaining. And by the way, if anyone's wondering, the 4K picture for Hitman 4 is insane. Nice. Like, it's ridiculous, man. Like, it's like the color. Like, it's this green car showing up. You're like, oh, shit. I put my sunglasses on. Yeah. The picture quality is really good if you guys want to buy it on 4K. I wish they released the first movie on 4K. You know. I don't know. Maybe it is. I haven't seen it, though. I would definitely rebuy it. Uh, but, uh... Yeah, another it's a solid sequel. Uh, it's it's harmless. Now this is on Haya. I have not seen it yet. I'm surprised I haven't bought it. Enter the Fat Dragon. <laughs> All right, we'll go with Eric first. I really liked it. All right, All right. I, 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 it was a neat little action comedy. It's kind of okay. it. I, I don't know. I mean, obviously you have Donnie Yen in a in a big suit, you know. Yeah, fat suit. But. He, uh, I don't know. There's something about this movie. He, it just, it just worked. I like the 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 humor in it, and the fights were better than I thought they would be oh, for sure. Okay. They were better. Um, yeah, obviously a little silly at times, obviously, but uh, I liked it. I, it moves fast too. They, they don't waste that much time. There's, there's enough, and I like like the set designs. It must have been in a studio because it was yeah. like J- Japan, but really. Tight. Cl- clean and un- unused type yeah. of uh but it was neat i i, I like it i i'll watch right. this one again so you recommend it for me to check yeah out. all right uh kyle yay or nay like, it didn't work for you or you liked it here's the thing it was an all right film like again the you have this one kid who literally come comes helping <laughs> eric knows this one little kid who was in also big brother playing the younger version of diane starts coming in Throwing out four, five forties, and all these kicks on these j- yakuza guys while Don Yen's doing his own thing, and they just come down together, and they're like, "All right, let's do this together." I'm like, "Okay, that that kid was very cool." Oh and, shit! And yeah, the fights were actually not bad, like compared to like everything else so far. And Kenji Tanagaki, being his other right hand man, being being the director of this one, really kind of knew how to make. Diane work in the action sense and the slight comedy sense because Wong Jing, but on that, like, 
it really did all all right for just a story of how like this guy's trying to get his girlfriend back in a sense, but also yeah. trying to be be comfortable with himself. And right, I was like, right, that, right. That's a really nice story, but other than that, like it's an alright film, and I recommend watching it. So because... definitely a step up above Big Brother. Yeah. Mm, okay. Definitely. Is definitely. it better than Samuel Hung's Under the Fat Dragon? No. I thought so. Oh, shit. All right. Look at that. Wow. All right. Now I really got to give it a shot now because I enjoy that one. I enjoyed that one. Any movie where it has Samuel Hung imitating Bruce Lee beating up a Bruce exploitation actor <laughs> is phenomenal. <laughs> but yeah, Eric recommends it. I'm checking it out. And Kyle, too. All right. We're going to skip Mulan. I never even watched it. Fuck it. Uh, Fuck that bullshit. We're going to skip it. Uh, uh, the Monkey King, The Legend Begins? What is I, this? I think oh, that's no. the same one. That's the same oh, okay. one. Yeah. Okay. They're going to release it again or something? I guess so. Like, it's weird that... Whoa, 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 whoa. So, I'm sorry, new Kung Fu cult, cult master? New Kung Fu cult master. Is this the Jet Li movie? Or something? Or am I, I saying know. it wrong? Or is that Cult Master? I'm not sure. Yeah, new Kung Fu Cult Master coming out. is in post-production right now. Huh. And, of course, we're all excited for John Wick Chapter 4. Yes. Sleeping Dogs, Eric, is in pre-production for 2021, it says. So it's in pre-production right now. Hmm. And you have a movie called The Father. Uh, but I think, really, the one where true Donnie Yen fans are excited for is... Raging motherfucking fires. Yeah. That's the one. Will will it be will this be a full circle? Is this true to form here? You know, Donnie Yen's coming back, not doing a period piece. It's gonna be badass, balls to the walls action. And we could just end it there. What do you guys think? Thoughts? Uh, what do you what do you think? Do you think it's gonna be good, Kyle? I hope it's good, especially when it's Benny Chan's final film. Like yeah. it like seeing the trailer for it and seeing Nicholas A versus Donnie Yen, like <clears since throat> they haven't acted together since Dragon Tiger Gate. Yeah, I, I want to see like Nicholas A do action again, and I'm like the fact that he's playing the villain in this one. I was like, okay, this looks worthy of it, and just seeing how hit, the gunfights and everything else, I was like, okay, this is gonna be worth it. And again, the trailer really sold me on it. Yeah, well, me and uh, Eric did the trailer reaction to it. We were all, like, it's been a long time since I've been excited for a Donnie Yen movie. Yeah. Like, I was like, dude, this looks like fucking old school, bro. This is the real shit. The shit we grew up with, man. The shit that made us fans of Hong Kong cinema, son. You know what I'm saying? Fuck the CGI and waifu bullshit. All right? Let's bring it back to the old school where the actors and stuntmen and the martial artists are the special effect motherfuckers. That's what I want to come see. That's what I want. And, it and I'm hoping feel... I we hopefully we won't be disappointed because if we are, yeah. you know, we all we going to review it. <laughs> you know, Eric's going to review it, I'm going to review it. And if it's garbage, we're going to we're going to say it's garbage, but I don't know, man. I got a good feeling. What do you think, Eric? Yeah, this is most excited I've been for a movie in years, I think. It really is. So, but uh, yeah, remember Benny Chan's last film was Meow, and it can't get any worse than that. Yeah. <laughs> so, meow. So, oh yeah. 
Oh yeah, it's Louis Koo, and he 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 befriends a, a CGI cat from space. Oh, Don't watch movie? it. Is that the movie you were trying to get me to watch? <laughs> no, there's oh, no way I would ask you to watch that. Oh, the cat. Yeah, and the okay. guy Troy Lamson from 1992. That movie's phenomenal. <laughs> again, what's one. the plot again for that one? The cat. Uh, I need to look at my notes because <laughs> I got to get it right. Uh, you got to hear this, Kyle. Have you have you heard of this movie, Kyle? What? Meow. The cat. It's just called no. the cat. I never heard oh, of it. It's the year. It was his final film. The year after he made Ricky O. Damn. Um. If yeah, I need to pull it, up the synopsis. Okay, he's gonna pull it up. All right. Yeah, I heard this. I was like, okay, I have to see this. <laughs> all right. The cat. All right, we got uh, a man hires a dog assassin while investigating two alien human hybrids led by a really pissed off warrior house cat who steal who steal artifacts in an attempt to stop a vicious killer blob with high voltage slime tentacles that can transport itself inside human beings. I'm sold. Yeah. I'm sold. The DVD is very expensive and out of print. You might have to watch it somewhere. I don't know where you're going to get Maybe it. Maybe it's but... on YouTube. I don't know. Maybe. But yeah, I'm like, what? <laughs> I gotta see this now. <laughs> but yeah, so this was fun. Definitely hanging out with these two badasses, and of course, all you watching right now, going through the entire filmography of Donnie Yen, talking about the good times and the bad times. A uh, despite. Any future trash, hopefully he will not star in. And despite any controversy you've heard behind the scenes, everybody knows that Donnie Yen is one of the best of all time. When it comes to martial arts and action movie legends and screen presence and the skill, and, and, and he's been in some classics, he's one of the greatest of all time. You could argue, as of right now, he's still number one. Uh... I don't know if there's anyone really dethroning him right now. Eric, is there any any contenders to dethrone to de- dethrone Donnie right now? Worldwide, yeah. Eco, if he can get his act together with his international I don't productions. <laughs> Eco's having the Donnie N experience right now, just <clears throat> failing with the American products. Yeah. It's like they don't know what to do with awesome, amazing talent. You know, he comes over here and makes the movies he makes, and then you look Mile at the, you look at the end. Oh, yeah, you God. look at the end fight. The end fight in the night comes for us is better than the entire movie in Mortal Kombat, and yet they still don't know what to do. They don't Hollywood. What do we do with this guy? Stuber. What... Hmm? Stuber, fuck. No, no. Listen, I gotta be real. Indonesian producers should be tapping this man. Mm-hmm. They, they gotta be making these movies. Yeah. Yeah. There's no excuses anymore. No. You got no. the talent. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. Exactly. You know. So hopefully, you know, because we're eco fans here. So hopefully we can get, uh, hopefully he can get back on top in, in terms of, you know, fuck it. Fuck coming over here, man. Screw it. Pull a Donnie in. Go back to the motherland and just become a star. Fuck it. You know what I mean? Just imagine if he stayed here. What if he had a successful run here? And never went back to America. We wouldn't have a kill zone. We wouldn't have an, a, a yip man. Yeah. You know what I mean? So you get, you, you could think of it that way, too. You know? But, uh, yeah, he is, he is, I can't, as of right now, I really can't think of anyone being 
the number one guy in terms of legacy and having an impact, you know. And all our favorite directors out there, some of the greatest directors of all time, all our favorite actors, all our favorite martial arts stars, they all make bombs. They all mm-hmm. make bad decisions. <laughs> you know, and for every ice man, we'll have a raging fire. You know, fingers crossed. And uh, if raging fire sucks, well, this is what we're all going to do. Yeah, that one's going to hurt. If it does. <laughs> the old dick twist. <laughs> oh, man. Well, this was a blast. Uh, it's probably 5 a.m. where Eric is. He's going to let's get this guy to bed. And uh, he's got to get some sleep because he's a working man. And uh, but yeah, this was fun. Always fun hanging out with these with these legends, talking movies. Anytime. Make sure you guys keep an eye an eye out for Night Watch. Hey, keep an eye out and go watch the trailer right now. That's right, Kyle Wong's film. Check out the trailer on YouTube. And uh, Eric, the Asian movie enthusiast. Make sure you guys subscribe if you're new here. Subscribe to the old samurai guy. And don't forget tomorrow's the big day. It's going to be a cool kung fu hangout, son. That's right. Me, Rick Myers, Vincent Lynn, Frank Jang, all the badasses are all going to be hanging out tomorrow for the 24th annual kung fu extravaganza. We will see you guys tomorrow at 6 p.m. Pacific time. It's going to be fun. Just hanging out. Premieres, trailers, interviews. It's going to be a good time. We'll see all you badasses tomorrow. Take care, guys. <laughs>